23rd of the seventh month of the second year of our savior, the Lord COVID. Worship the COVID, pray to the COVID, sacrifice your children to the COVID. go by fast sort of and sort of not the last two years has felt like the last uh, previous five or ten for me things are not things do not go by quickly the last couple of years uh is the internet down already <laughs> i don't know my uh youtube connection has died already is that one still working i know we are still on for facebook somehow that ban i was supposed to be banned for a month i don't know what happened. <laughs> somebody fell asleep at the wheel at the pace at the facebook car I don't know. I mean, I don't. I just work here. Um, maybe it's that old firewall again. Working for the yeah, it probably. Is. I know what it does. Come on, these now. You can't trick me. I see what you're doing. I know where you've been. Where you're going? Yep, that was that was it. <laughs> Fire. It's my firewall. You're not supposed to protect me from me. You're supposed to protect that me from them. You fuck me, dick. You oh, please, please work better in the view. Friday, what a fucking crazy week. Hey, hey, we had, uh, you know, Ty Nicholson on Tuesday. That was cool. Uncle Hack here yesterday. Not everybody liked that. <laughs> I, uh, you guys know I like to troll people. Uh, maybe I'll play that video later. The, the saga of the Instagram drug lord has come to an end. We had a good uh, couple two-week relationship I carried on with this idiot. Um, he was really waiting for that Bitcoin, you know, uh, just a casual eight kilogram, eight key, don't, you know, delivery of... Uh, Colombian cocaine and the address I gave him was to Cease's headquarters. He apparently neglected to take that hint or even Google where that is, but you know, there's that. not everybody liked the uh not everybody liked the, the last one with uh, you know, Brennan, that's fine. You don't have to, but um when you do this though, Doc some side control panel. Um, I mean <laughs> When you say you don't care and you don't like something and then you leave one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to skip all the way to the top. 22 comments. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you. Thanks for the free comedy, Spurg. You know, you're just mad, mad that uh, Brendan is talking about his comedy. You know, it's 
this is the biggest grift of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Goes on to talk about people that have to work real jobs. Well, this guy should probably get a real job and not, you know. And he watched the whole thing. He sat here. Who watches two hours of something they don't like and then goes back and over a period of several hours leaves 22 <laughs> Oh, and there he is. Try learning a trade or even sweep a floor like many have to do every day with much worse injuries than you. What? What are you talking about, bro? He said your worst injury is the lack of a brain. Is that a decent disability check or no? Like maybe that'll be worth something. Um, <laughs> what is this one I really liked. Just become a merc and smash people. Yeah, that's what hired security does in war zones. That's why people hire mercenaries in war zones. So when people try to kill them, you have guys that are good at that, that you've hired to protect you and to protect the people from getting murdered by the murderers. You murder them first. That's how it works. See, that was my trade that I learned I know it's not quite sweeping a floor. However, I have done quite a bit of that being in the infantry. Okay. It's a pretty hard job, actually. Much worse injuries than you! Much worse than you! <laughs> the funny thing is, too, it's like I, they're, they're, they're outrage and just read the pure level of read just amuses the shit out of me. It's so funny. Like, to watch an adult throw a child temper tantrum is one of the funniest fucking things in the world. Isn't it? Did you guys see the one of um, uh, the woman, the Karen crazy woman in, the, in the, some store? And this woman was videotaping her and she falls to the floor, throws out, Stop videotaping me! Ah! And then she pretends to, like, pass out. And everyone's laughing at her. It's like, what are you doing? It's just the fakest shit in the world. It's so funny. What are you, dog, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be here. No one wants to hear from you. You have nothing to say. You're the dumbest dog in the world. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, he's staying. I don't know what you want. You know, random, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe someone's dead outside. I'll be like, uh, oh, oh, there's, there's, the police are on their way, you know? He's trying to warn me be my fault hey maybe i get raided this could be an exciting stream you know ah it is what it is you know you got you got uh you know he's the world's smartest totally off track fearless bear good evening hello sir thank you peter frampton hello my fellows my fellow bigots may thy philip be with you he is always he'll always be with you picking for Ontario says two weeks to flatten the curve and somehow sask is on day 11 i know right to see the countdown or the count up countdown to death any minute now, it's been 11 days, no mask mandate, no lockdowns, no anything. And magically, everyone's still alive. Literally nothing happened. Going to keep going, though. Any minute, any day now, for sure. Because the virus lives on boxes, lives in the sun. It's airborne. So it stays outside for 14 days. It fucking lives in your fridge. It gets everywhere. It's going to get you through the sink drains and the toilets. It's fucking indestructible. And yet. And yet. It's so strange, isn't it strange? Do you think the politicians are learning? He said, no, I don't think so. I think they, I don't think they learn anything. They just do what they're told. 6-1-Alpha says, dust ban is bad. Okay. Yeah, the dust, the dust ban. <sighs> fucking boys, if these stores aren't cleaned up, if, if this place isn't spotless by 4 o'clock, nobody's fucking going home today. All right, you want to stay till 7? We'll fucking make it stay till 7. 
It's Friday. You guys want to stay till seven? It's three o'clock now. And this place isn't fucking clean when I get back. You're staying till seven. Maybe eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. You want to do that? I'm fucking divorced. I live in a I live in the shacks now. All right? I don't fucking have anything to live for. I don't go home to anything. This job is all I have left. I will fucking stay in here all weekend. You want to camp out in the CQ stores? Is that what you fucking want? Let's get the Arctic tents out. We'll pop those bitches up and we'll do tent drill all day long for fucking all weekend just because I hate myself that much. Is that what you fucking want? Is that a, anybody? No? Hey, Bryson, you got a problem? Anybody? A McDonald? No? Yeah? You guys want to shut your fucking mouths and sweep the floor? That's what I thought. Now I'm going to go outside. I'm going to take my fucking pills. And when I get back, which is time undetermined, this is better be clean. Or I'm going to fuck one of you tonight. I mean, that's just... <laughs> that's the typical infantry NCO that's around my age right now. They're just gone in the head and their lives are... You know what I mean? <laughs> Every army guy just had flashbacks. Like, no, I hate that guy. That guy's the worst sergeant. Yeah, he is. You're stuck with fucking Warren Officer that guy for the weekend. Is that what you want? <laughs> He gave his last fuck like a decade ago. You know what I mean? He just doesn't care. Like smokes in the building. And you're like, what? No, whatever. Doesn't care. You know? It's like, just do it. Just do it, man. Taylor C says, Rage will fuck with anyone who fucks with him. I will. I do. And I enjoy it. <laughs> Would you like to see an example? Uh, I played it earlier. Do, do I? Do I? I save it someplace. So, you know, uh, if you're going to fuck with me, you're fuck I'm, I'm going to fuck with you back. It's just, it's just what's going to happen. Um, I can find this goddamn video that I uploaded just a little while ago. <laughs> Where's my own video? <laughs> you're retarded. I'm aware. There it is. So it's the, uh, the tale of the internet drug lord. If you guys didn't know about this, uh, you know, he's been, uh, and, and you're about to find out. Go ahead, the tale of the internet drug lord. I'll be right back. So the saga has ended. You know, when you're on the internet and you, you know, you, you do stuff like this and you've got, uh, you know, uh, pe people screw with you. You get weird, you know, social media messages, scammers and, and, and the like and stuff like that. And, you know, people's trying to screw with you, uh, you know, and, you know, good people, normal people, smart people, decent folk. Uh, they just ignore it. You know, uh, you know, they block it. You, you, you don't you don't respond. You go, oh, look, another scam. That's not what I do, though, because you know, I mean, naturally, when, when somebody fucks with me or tries to, I, uh, you know, I fuck with them back. Hey, you know, it's, uh, it's what you do. If I do it for you, the people. So the, the journey of the internet drug dealer has ended. I think to a satisfying conclusion. Enjoy. It all started on July 14th, and we got a message from a Tim Smith, 728. Interesting. He says, hello. I've got quality pills for affordable price. Blah, blah, blah. Look at all the drugs. Yeah, that's nice. Typical, obvious, definitely real because <laughs> it's just not... Just send orders to, you know... Can you get pure Colombian cocaine delivered by the key? I need at least four by tomorrow night. <laughs> Most normal people with a functioning brain would be, you know... Fox maybe hesitate at this, but not Tim. No, he says, sorry, bro. On WhatsApp, chatting with customers and those whose packages are being delivered and used to be posted, got to be posted today, so you got a WhatsApp number or maybe, you know, it's more discreet, we can talk. I said, I was banned from WhatsApp after I was arrested using it to facilitate mass executions of ISIS in Libya. Whatever, it was worth it. 
since the deadline has now passed, I'm gonna need eight keys now by this Friday. Can I pay you in slaves or gold? Please respond, urgent. I'm trying to work with the guy. Again, upping the ante, not to be deterred. Tim bashes on. He says, I accept payment via PayPal, Zelle, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Bitcoin, Cash App. You don't have Telegram or Telegram? <laughs> I said the government banned me from most of those things after I got out of Guantanamo. Uh, you don't take slaves or gold? Eight keys of blow is expensive. Philip, my employer, demands the utmost quality and gets upset when disappointed. He's not confident you can fill this order. Also, do you have any leads or referrals to anyone selling Semtex or similar explosives? <laughs> I could probably use Bitcoin, but I'd have to clear it with the Russians first. It's a lot of money. Clearly, Tim, you must know you're being... No, he continues. Do whatever you need to do. Just get Bitcoins for Big the brain payment. Tim. Okay, Tim, so about 5.3 Bitcoin, 8 keys, roughly $160,000. Sergey and Igor tell me it's okay to send. What's the Bitcoin address to deposit? Can you ship via Canada Post? This is my first smuggling operation. I'm hoping to be the Canadian Escobar. Philip demands a lot, but with your help, I think I can pull this off. Please tell me you can deliver this. If I don't get this stuff by Friday, I'm in big trouble. Tim says, man, don't worry, because everything will be discreet. First, the package is kept in a vacuum. There's no smell. You'll get a tracking number. What an idiot. And as soon as I get the details, I'm going to send you the package in the mail. Sends me Bitcoin addresses. Okay, man, I'll send the money ASAP. You're a lifesaver. Philip is going to be so pleased. I can't wait to have eight kilograms of narcotics delivered to me by anonymously out of the blue like this. You'd think it would stop. <laughs> My luck is simply stunning and incredible. Thank you so much. Igor prefers to have things hand-delivered, so you could you or someone that works for you drop it off at a location they provide where there's no cameras or anything? I was literally about to kill myself before you messaged me, knowing what Philip was going to do. It's demented. He has this book. Anyway, never mind. Just thanks, bro. And he says, it's no problem. I'll have my boy deliver it there. Just send me the location details when he drops it off. Okay, man. I'll send it in the morning. All right, bro. Said I was sorry. I'm stringing this guy along for days. Sorry, work right now. I got half the money sent to me. Just waiting for the second half. <laughs> he wants the money. Do you want half now or later? And he just bugs me. How close can you ship it? Delivered by Friday. I had my hand burn on a stove once for being too slow. I don't want to have to deal with that again. You know what I mean? <laughs> he says, I told you I'll get it in Friday as early as possible. Great. Can you deliver to P.O. Box 9732, Station T, Ottawa, Ontario, K1G4? Okay, cool. That's no worries. Uh, if you go and look that up, that's the CSIS headquarters. That <laughs> CSIS headquarters True is the address story. I gave him. Not even slowing down. Sends me, you know. Anyway, this goes on and on. And he says, uh, I say, oh, shit, I think I sent it to the wrong address. Is there a way to deliver it uh, and not recover it? The deadline is today. <laughs> he says, how could you? Just send a new, just send a new <laughs> transfer of $160,000. Yeah. Oh, you know, and it's like, I, I can't, man. It's a lot of money. I'll just have it in my sock drawer. Bro, get it and do the Bitcoins now. You don't need to waste time because everything in this, time is everything in this business. <laughs> it's like, oh, did I annoy you? Does it annoy you that you're a fucking retard and I just wasted days of your life? At no point in this exchange did a single red flag go off for you. You actually thought I was going to send you money. Can you even fucking read? You retard. The address I sent you was CISA's headquarters. Did you even check? This is why you're a bitch online trying to scam people because you're too stupid and useless to do anything worthwhile. Thanks for the free comedy. See you around, China.
<laughs> if you've enjoyed this presentation of fucking with assholes, uh, please go ahead and feel free to, you know, give Tim there a, a shout out for me and ask him what else maybe he can provide you. Maybe he can hook you up with some uh, eight kilograms of Colombian cocaine by Friday. <laughs> Fuck you, Timmy. Well, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Not to be confused with the other Timmy, who is my father. My father's name was Timothy. Sometimes we would make meat helmets. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, dreamable. But yeah, you know, I mean, uh, that, that guy got what he deserved. It was funny. And then later he was, I don't have the screenshots. He was like, oh, fuck you. You are a Satan. I'm like, oh, okay. This guy's clearly an English speaking person, right? Oh, uh, does this work on anybody? You know? Ian M says, 10 drills, time on base instead of the keys. That's Sergeant Murdoch. I miss that bastard. Pumpkin Launch says, not clean, fucking do it again. <laughs> yeah. Not clean, do it again. Yeah. What is this? No. Oh, my God. There, there, there's never an end to the dirt. The point is you just, they will make you do it until they're satisfied with your fucking discipline and your efforts. Your effort level has matched the satis matched satisfaction. Mark, how are you? He says, no fucks left to give. Fuck you, make me Friday. It is. And to that guy and all of you, maybe not so much, but to that guy. And, uh, yeah. No, I'll do this differently. To that guy. <laughs> and all the rich fucks around the world that continue to make our lives miserable and the pieces of shit that try to steal from us and all the goddamn, you know, the world's mostly just regular people. But then there's a bunch of psychos and vampires, like the billionaire class and the ruling elite class. And then you've got people like this trying to think. When you think about it, you're just constantly, every day, every, every time you interact with the world at all, somebody's trying to get your money. <laughs> Everywhere. All the time. Instead of working for it themselves, they're like, I'm going to steal from these people. Yeah, like the bankers and like, you know, uh, people like that who think they can just steal from people. They're fucking gross, you know? So here's to your unhealth, you motherfuckers. I hope you die slowly, painfully, and with full of regret. Just the thoughts of things flashing through your mind you'd wish you'd done and never had. Begging, please, no, God, why don't you can't go out like this? Yeah, that's what I want for you. Just the worst death possible. Hey, it's what you deserve. Everybody's got to die. I hope you just get one of the worst ones. What's wrong with that? Is he crazy? Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> Trovo, YouTube, Twitch, Entropy. Hi, guys. How are you? Um... Welcome to the, the, the asylum here, Friday night. Fuck you, make me. Let's, uh, let's unleash some fucking energy expenditure here. 154. Cheers to the bad guys. We'll see you real soon.
goddamn, goddamn rich assholes. <laughs> They're just dicks, you know? It's such a stupid life. Pumpkin uh, Launch says, solid bigot meat today. Find the others. Good to hear. Great to hear. You guys want to see some other good news? Check it out. The next shipment of, uh, of bigot flags is on its way. I don't know how many said he had here. 28 more or 22 more? This is the next uh, pile on its way to, you know, homes in Bigotville around the world. Isn't that insane? And the last number I was updated from the flag master, it was, uh, this is who Philip delivers the flags to after they've been wound with the bones and sinews of our destroyed enemies by their orphaned children, of course, in the slave dungeon that Philip operates. 228, I believe, already. Hundred, almost 300. This will be, what, this will be 300 now? Out the door. Let's break that down. How many how many is that like per province? You know? I don't even know how many provinces there are. Most of the people don't even live in some of them, right? Like nobody lives in Northwest Territories or you know, Yukon. There's like two guys there. There's like four people in that whole, you know. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably I mean, the odds of you seeing one soon, just that's what that's what's re- that would be really cool. It's like if you were you were one of the people, right? That group of people. And then saw one somewhere. You'd be like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wild? You saw it at like a gas station or whatever the hell you're doing, right? This summer in the fall, you go out there and somebody's got one in their truck window or on their car or something, right? Oh my God, I wonder who that is, you know? And that's when you approach with the secret salute. And then if they salute you back, it's like, oh fuck, contact has been made. <laughs> It's great. It's fun. Find your friends. Find, and yeah, you know, find people because um, I did a podcast this morning. I don't know if it's going to go up or not. I guess he had some technical problems, which sucks. It was a great conversation. The, the Great Divide podcast is a guy out of New York. And, um, you know, we were talking about the importance of that. Find your friends, you know. Um, it's going to be real hard in the future if you're going to try and wing it on your own. Um, and that's great to hear that everybody's getting together and uh, making friends because that's what you're going to need. Daglon sticker on the tailgate of truck. I want to get a truck, but I don't know what to get. And I also remember I'm broke. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, trucks are for rich people. You know, like not rich people, but I mean, you need money to have a truck. I mean, just the fucking fuel alone is like, you know, I pay for two, you know, I have, I have to rent here. I fucking pay for another place. I've, oh, I'm stretched in boys. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to get. I had an F-150 once upon a time, and it uh, was terrible. On The fuel, advertised fuel mileage was like 10 times worse, you know, than it really was. It was like, I was spending like $600 a month in gas just to drive to the base and back. I lived in Oromocto. The base is like, was like 10 minutes from my house, and it was horrible. Ah, uh, Scott McLean says, Toyota, you can find one. I don't, I don't like Toyota. I don't know. I like the American stuff, but... Uh, I would like something to drive in the wintertime and then I can like take off a highway, you know, if I needed to for some reason <laughs> into a field or into the trees, you know, you know what I mean? I like that capability just in case four wheel drive import, you know what I mean? Just in case. Uh, so the old, the old Ford 500, I don't think is going to get me where I need to go someday. So um, it's in the back. of It's just in the back of your head. Chevy. Yeah. I don't know. That, uh, yeah. Chevy. Get a Chevy homo. Uh, I, I might be, I might be a Chevy homo. Um, Moshpit70 says my Ford Deco on the tailgate now says FYMM hilarious I thought it might be a Dodge I don't fucking know I don't, even, I don't know anything about trucks but the, I do know that everyone that has a truck has a very strong opinion of the truck that they like and it's like 10 guys will give you 10 different fucking answers 
Oh, you know, pumpkin launcher says a pink Subaru. That might be more appropriate, actually. Al Stern, thank you so much, man. You're a maniac. Here's a tank of gas. Get a Chevy. <laughs> one tank. That's it. That's all. What's one tank of gas? My goodness. Gas is getting up now. Chris 303 says, my Ford gets nine miles to the gallon. <laughs> I don't think that's good, is it? I don't. We do kilometers here. <laughs> F 150. I had an F 150. It was one of them things. How's everybody doing out there? I don't even know. What did I call this again? Idiots versus morons. I've got a reason for that. I have a title for that. There's a little story, a, a, mu a theory I have, if you will. Um, it's gone down again. What is going on with the YouTube tonight? It's really, really screwing around unless it's that goddamn fucking firewall again. Who do you work for? We know who you work for, but this is enough. Stop this. Stop sabotaging me. How can I see people leaving me hateful messages if you, if you turn it off? I want to see the trolls. I want to see the idiots. I want to see. I want to witness the act of me drinking your milkshake. I drank it up. I'm an energy vampire. It gives me power. That's what they don't understand. Because when I see someone that's so bothered by what I said that they felt the need to re-out, it means, oh, that was on target, wasn't it? Because if it's fucking, no one cares about shit that doesn't. Grown men, if something bothers them, they go, well, you know. Uh, children and fools and idiots and imp, you know, troll creature people go, you know, you know. So it's like that's funny <laughs> to me. I really enjoy it, and I watch it and happening in the in the in the chat, and it gives me energy and power. And now that I know that I live in your fucking head, especially when they come back over and over, man, that's hilarious to me. That's so fucking funny to me. I mean, think about it. Think about someone that's so you live in their head so much that you're what they think about all the time. So much that they keep coming back to see what you're doing to say more shit because that's how much they think about you. <laughs> I don't think about them at all. <laughs> I'm out on my bike, going to the gym, doing my own thing, and they're still here like, Reed! I'm like, oh my God, I own your brain. That's awesome. <laughs> so I see it happening in the chat or in the comments, and then, you know, they're over there in the chat with their milkshake, and I... Have a milkshake. If I have a straw that reaches all the way through the internet down into your mother's basement and I drink your milkshake, Daniel. <laughs> I drink it up. It's great. I enjoy it. <laughs> so please keep it coming. It's the funniest shit. I'll make videos into you guys. It's, it's free comedy, right? I've already I'm done it already. I've do, I'll do it again. Ian M says, Toyota, how many 76 Yoda Taliban battle taxis did you see in Afghanistan? Well, I saw enough of them come the fuck apart, though. <laughs> so I kind of associate Toyota with horrible death, I think. Like, just a horrible, grisly way to go. Maybe that's why I don't like them. <laughs> Here's a gross story. Oh, I don't even know if you tell this one. Okay. All right. I will. You can't, you can't do that. Right. You can't tease something really horrid. Like, Oh no, I shouldn't tell that story. And then not tell it because everyone just goes fucking goes crazy. So <laughs> back seat of a back, the pickup of a Toyota, a little tiny, like a Toyota Hilux or something. I was on a gate at uh, uh, patrol base Wilson and the ANA, the Afghan national army or police would come in there and drop off their dead and their wounded and shit all the time because they don't know how to fucking deal with them, so we would Kazavactim and all this crap. And uh, 
they had a pile of dead guys. <laughs> like, I think most of them were Taliban. Some of them might have been their own guys. I don't know. Like, stacked in the back like dead animals. Like, just literally... Like, when I say a, a pickup truck full of dead guys, I, that's ex what you're picturing is exactly what it is. Just laying there, dead, tongue hanging out like a dead deer, the whole, the whole thing. And <laughs> they were trying to shut the tailgate, but it wouldn't close because there was too many corpses. And he just kept slamming it into this guy's head, trying to get it closed. And I was just watching it like... This is fucked. It's just this dead guy's face. <laughs> then another guy comes over to help him try to get the tailgate closed. They finally get it squished in there and they drive away. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready to get the fuck out of this place, I think. <laughs> there was like 15 or 20 dead guys in the back of this little truck, man. It was so gross. It was like Monty Python. Bring out your dad. I'm not dead. What do you mean you're not dead? I'm not. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. <laughs> I think I could go for a walk. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's how uh, that's how much the Afghans respect the dead. You know, it wasn't our guys. They don't get. That wasn't our guys doing that. These was the Afghan police. I think it was the police of the army. I can't remember. Like and they were just like ugh, they just threw dead people around like it was like you know old wood. They didn't give a fuck. They were completely desensitized. All ages. Children didn't give a shit. Little kids are like, oh look a dead, oh look a person's head. You know, it was like, <laughs> wow, this place is fucked up. This is not a good place to raise kids. <laughs> Pumpkin Lodger says, buy an old LSVW. You know you want to. No, they never work. Greg Jeffries. <laughs> LSVW. We're fucking stuck again. Greg Jeffries says, buy a gremlin. I don't, like a monster? I don't, or do you mean a truck? I, I would like, I would get a gremlin monster. Like a, like a creature. If I could, you know, control it or something. And run around attack people get it on you know because no one would believe it was for me imagine how crazy doug ford would sound if he went on tv and said i was attacked by a gremlin that i sent after him and it was 100 percent true but no one would ever believe that that's that that happened ah uh, i was sitting there i thought oh, buddy i was just eating my you know my big tub of butter like i do every night and then uh, i heard this tapping on the window and i look over and it comes in and attacks him he's like ah Nobody believes it. No one would ever buy that story. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. That's right. Okay, I'm crowdfunding to buy a gremlin. I'm sure the military, DARPA has got one underground somewhere. They probably got something, something going on I can buy. Some kind of creature. I can control it with my phone. You got an app? Is there, is there a firmware update for the gremlin, guys? I need to know all this stuff. Uh, the gremlins were before my time, Glenn. That's right. Uh, Pumpkin Launcher says, uh, word around Ottawa is that Sophie booted Justin because he was overheard telling Hadrian, looks like your mom in the lake again, when Idris was swimming at Harrington Cottage. <laughs> looks like your mom's shit in the lake again. Gross. Yeah. I, I it, Imagine Justin would never have the balls to say an edgy joke like that. He was probably booted up for being like, you know, a pedophile, allegedly. Or a massive homosexual, allegedly. With uh, the Mulrooney guy, allegedly. It's just what I heard. It's just what I heard. People talk, man. They talk about things. and Sometimes things get out that you don't want out. And you know, you're just going to have to live with that. You're going to have to live with that fact. Um, Andre on YouTube says, or find a baby Sasquatch and raise it to attack Cirques. I feel like a Sasquatch would be a lot to, a lot to, to feed. They're very big. I mean, they grow up huge. They're like eight, seven, eight, nine feet tall. I don't know. <sighs> I heard stories. 
a gremlin isn't that big. It's like not that much bigger than a dog, you know, or it's like a crazy little fucking, you know, ah, you know, I don't know. I like the gremlin idea. I think we need a gremlin here. Philip, what do you think? <laughs> of course, you know a guy. Don't. He's already on the phone. He's already on the phone with somebody. No, I was. I, let's think about it. All right. Can we think about this? I, well, I don't know. I mean, we don't know what could go wrong. Stacy's very scared of gremlins. Yeah, I know. Fuck Stacy. Everybody else does. Just, but I mean, just we'll see. We'll talk about it after. All right. We're we're in the middle of something here. We got we got we got people talking. We got. You're distracting me, dude. Uh, Doctor D says Sasquatch shit all over the place and eat all your weed. Yeah, that that could be a problem. Brooke Lesnar. We could get Brooke Lesnar. Apparently, Brock Lesnar. Does have property in Saskatchewan. I'm going to go find this guy and track him down and recruit him and make him the champion of Dagalon. Actually, the real champion of Dagalon, if he'd have us. I may have on Thursday. It'd be pretty epic. I think uh, my, a buddy of mine from overseas, speaking of war stories, will probably have all kinds of fucking... If you like that, you want more fucked up, sadistic, holy shit, that can't be real life stories, but yes, it is, unfortunately, gruesomely true. Uh, if he comes by Tuesday afternoon for that, uh, that could be fun. He was in my platoon overseas, so we've got all kinds of... Uh, how he used to beat me up and... <laughs> you know? The old days, the good days, the all or nothing days. So, that... Um, speaking of Philip, he apparently was caught on video here. Um, you know, walking around on two legs. Like, <laughs> Phil, you're supposed to... Uh, you're supposed to not... If people know about you, they're gonna look. They're gonna ask questions. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing in there? It's a chicken coop. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably stealing eggs, drunk. He's on a bender. He's out of control. This guy. Uh, Lone Star Texan says I looked him up. That guy's a beast, dude. He's a legend. He was a special forces operator for like twenty-five or thirty years or something. And like one of the, he's he's like one of the all-time. We don't have a lot of things to be proud of in this country, but that's one of them. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll put him up against anybody any day. Uh, any time, any flavor of the week, any kind of ice cream. Uh, I know, I know what a gremlin is. It's a small car from the seventies. Yes, I knew it was a shitty little car. Um, just the gremlin joke is funnier. I think the I think the monster's funnier. Shouldn't we have a monster? I would like to have a monster. Uh, but we do have a monster. We have reality that we live in right now, all the time, all the time. We've got morons versus idiots, and idiots versus morons. So. I thought I would wait till late. I, I always do this. I'm like, I have an idea of when I would talk about this. And then it always pops up at the time I didn't plan it to. And then I'm like, should I? I always waffle. Like, maybe I'll just put it off till later. But then what if I forget? Oh, no. And then I just talk about it. I might as well. Think about this, you know, because a lot of people think about um, how everything. I mean, we're, we're, in rough, we're in rough shape, guys. We're in pretty bad shape. Everything's basically controlled at this point. They've pretty much locked everything up tight. Uh, they got the academia, the media, uh, the police, the military, the, all arms of the government. Every, I mean, basically everything in the world is on board here. Like, pretty much, right? That's kind of fucked up. And, um, you know, a lot of the big criticism of the, the Western men and people especially is that they've had it too easy for too long. And everybody's soft and, and they're all, you know, easy to push around and this kind of thing. Because they've never really suffered that much and never had to work really, really, never been tested, I guess, is the right term. That's the best way I can put it without trying to be, without insulting people, who's really, it's not their fault. You know, a lot of people, right? 
And it takes a special kind of psycho to seek out, like, tough times just for the sake of, like, I want to see what I can do. Like, you know, not everybody wants to do that. However, you know, and, and that is the case. There is a lot of people like that, and that's a problem. However, so they've never been tested. They've never really had to, had to try hard and struggle and see what they're fucking made of when it's like, things are fucking not looking good, you know? We're going to have to really dig deep here to fucking get through this. You know who else? Uh, they haven't either when you really think about it. So these people that are, that are implementing this and the middle management people that, are, that think they've got shit under control, I'm really starting to think they're just really fucking stupid. Because there doesn't seem to be a contingency for a lot of things I could see going wrong here. Like, um, what if people just lose their shit? And you have no, I mean, especially in Canada, there, there's no security here. How would you stop? Like, what if, what if Toronto just went fucking ape? You literally can't control it. Like, you're playing a crazy game of chicken here. Do you know that or do you, do you not? Like, do you believe that if the country just descended into revolt, like, you could handle that in any way? I mean, literally, like, 500 guys would give you a run for your money. That's not good. That's really not good. What are you doing? Do you know what you're doing? And then I'm like, no, they don't. You've got people like Christian Freeland here. Like, they're not like, okay, so some of the people, the OG gangster people, right? The, the real bad guys, like the Immortal Technique song. They, like, toppled empires and killed shitloads of people, you know, slaughtered their way to the fucking top, cutthroat business, you know, all, you know. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the DuPonts, the Bron- you know, all these, all these fucking people. The Warburgs, the Habsburgs. Think of it like, you're, like, a, like something closer that you can relate to, like a family you know maybe, where the grandfather was just this G of a guy. And you're like, man, this guy built a fucking, got a big company or something, right? He's very successful. And then he has a son that takes over that didn't earn it the same way. He just inherited it. So he doesn't appreciate it as much as the previous generation because he didn't work nearly as hard. He, he, was, he was rich as soon as he showed up. So that kind of dilutes the mindset and the power of the real killers that like started this whole thing. It's diluted a bit now because they're like, well, they're kind of, they're mostly the same, but there's a little something off the, there's a little something off the top there, you know? Because they've got everything, they don't have to work as hard. They're still working. They still got to get rid of, like, Kennedy. That f- fucking guy, he's uh, up in my, uh... I've got lawyers knocking down, banging down my door. You know, I'm going to have to get rid of this, uh, this mook, this fuck. And, you know, those guys. That, so we go through the 60s and 70s, right? You had Vietnam and Nixon and the whole Iran-Contra. Got a little sloppier. But, mostly, you got it done. You got it done. We tricked these fucks. You know, we're smarter than that. And then... <laughs> Then the next generation is coming up. Our counterparts are now soon to be the people in charge because Soros is going to be dead soon. Kissinger is going to be dead soon. Uh, Jacob de Rothschild is going to be dead. I mean, maybe not. He might actually live forever. I think he's 200 years old. But most of these people are like Hillary Clinton's going to be gone. Like all these old power players that knew how to get shit done they're leaving soon, and look who's taken over. AOC is taken over. 
like Ilhan Omar, like the next generation of like the power brokers, the middle management and like the Alex Soros, uh, like James Alephantis. This guy was posting, like, can you imagine, like, if Jacob Rothschild, if you know the James Alephanta story with the, with the Pizzagate and all, all the weird shit that went on with this guy, uh, he's not smart. Like, he's fucking stupid as shit. He was posting photos of, like, really questionable, obvious, like, evidence of obvious crimes on the internet. On Instagram, like no one was going to notice. And then a bunch of fucking people on 4chan found it all. And we're like, um, care to explain children tied up in your pizza shop? And he was like, oh, deleted it all. <laughs> but, it, and <laughs> you know, so it's like, he's fucking sloppy, dude. The old guys would never have done something like that. They would be like, that's you, why? Because these, the, now we've got the rich, spoiled grandkid generation. Of, of the elite people. So we've got our equally dumb, mouth-breathing morons that think, like, Cardi B is an inspiration. However, on the other end, you've also got Hunter Biden, who smokes meth and gives his laptop full of evidence of un- tons of crimes to some guy to fix. And everyone's like, oh, it's a conspiracy. They're trying to... No. He's actually just really fucking stupid, man. He's got all these pictures of him on the internet with like 14-year-olds. Smart people don't make these kinds of mistakes. Never mind all the time. So as we go down the chain of the, the, the evil juice here, each, each subsequent generation is getting dumber and dumber and dumber, just like ours, but so are they. So it becomes a question of like, which brand of retardation will implode first? And when you really think about it, these guys up top, I mean, you know, dumb, you know, welfare, Serb money, oh, look at that, law, Cardi B loving, you know, idiots. They don't have any responsibility. They're literally just parasites. They're people that just sit here and consume things and don't really do anything. Somebody like Biden or, or Alex Soros, or they've got like a lot of responsibilities and shit to manage. Because, like, when Joe Biden goes, the next guy, and it's a family mafia, make no mistake about that. Like, you had George Herbert Walker Bush. I was the president. I was the chief of the CIA. I was a smart, dastardly, underhanded, very sneaky, very, very, uh, you know, cloak and daggery, stoic kind of guy. And what was his son like? <laughs> I've been doing blow in the White House all day. You know, and he barely got away with 9-11. And it was like, that was a shaky performance, George. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a little bit, I don't know. That was close. People were figuring this shit out. Who takes over after this guy? They're getting every bit as dumb per generation as we are. But they have all the responsibility. They have to do all the work. They're the ones that have to keep everything running smoothly. <laughs> so... I don't know, man. I'm I'm starting to think like they're just gonna everything's just gonna fall apart because they're fucking retarded too. The guy smokes meth. <laughs> he smokes meth regularly. How do you run a fucking evil empire if you're high on meth? Think about it. The old guys weren't doing that. Jacob Rothschild is not smoking meth. This guy was meticulously plotting and planning and fucking ironing out details and making connections and networking and double and triple checking and planning for contingencies all his fucking life. He, that, that guy probably sleeps like two hours a day. 
And then you're going to give that massive machine that he's fucking created over, you know, a lifetime of to to like some guy that smokes crack and is obsessed with like 14 year olds on Instagram. That if that's not doomed to fail, <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> that has to be a possibility, right? Karen Kansas says no more Dick Cheney type guys, right? Like Dick Cheney was a cold motherfucker, but I mean, this next group is like they're just as fucked in the head as anybody else. So. Um, I don't, I'm not sure, man. Uh, sometimes I'm starting to wonder. I, I think it may not be as bad. Uh, we just got to wait them out. They're going to like eventually stick a fork in a toaster. <laughs> no. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Like how long before she does something so retarded that people just go, we got to get rid of this bitch. Like she's got to go. This is insane. <laughs> and mean it. It's not like Bill Clinton and the the antics that he got up to. But he was a smart guy. He knew how to talk his way out of shit. They didn't leave witnesses very often. You know, the Clintons fucking tied their ends up. But now it's like, are you are you smoking meth on Instagram? Oh, they're constantly having to do damage control for these idiots. (laughs) They can't help themselves. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dale frickin' Tree says, Barricade Garage refugee tonight. Huge props. Barricade Garage rules. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he's a YouTuber. He's down in the States. He's fucking hilarious, man. Um, a lot of good insight, too. He's a smart guy. He's a wise man. I like listening to him. I agree with a lot of what he says. And he's growing. He's, oh, look at the babies. <laughs> His vegetable videos are hilarious. He's growing like cucumbers and shit. Oh, look at the babies. Look at that. Oh, what are you? What are you? It's hilarious. <laughs> Then he adds, like, gunshots for some reason. The cucumbers are fighting with each other. It's fucking amazing. He's just a funny guy. I love listening to him. Uh, and that's that's great. I haven't... Uh, I'm going to have him back again. He, he was on here once. When was that, guys? Like, a month ago? Uh, I'm going to try and get him back again soon as well once I once I go through this next wave of... I only plan it, like, a week ahead. I'll get, like, two or three people in mind. I'll make some days, and then if one drops out, I can slide the other guy. Sliding guys in is what I do. <laughs> Stephen Gilbert. Uh, Taylor C says what happens when 3% of a country's populations revolt I heard that's all it takes to talk that's what I'm saying so do you think and this is an honest question with, with, the, with the scenario just you know that might be believable to some people other people might think no 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 these people are fucking dialed right the fuck in don't worry however they've never been tested either when's the last time things really went fucking sideways for these people where there was like real revolts and like, uh-oh, you know, things are up in the air. I, that's lit- that hasn't happened in forever. So a lot of people are like, man, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't think they fucking do either, man. Why would they? They've been too busy making money and fucking getting away with it so long that they've become lazy and apathetic. And now they're like starting, now they're getting scared. That they're like, oh, sh- uh, we got to control everything. That, that, that's why they're reacting this way. Remember how I said that they turned it up to 20. If you're doing the frog in the boiling pot strategy, which is what they've been doing for decades, it was working great. It was working, it was worth, it was working, you know, excellently. And then right around 2012 to 15, somebody just took that and cranked it to 20. And everyone's starting to go, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Like, do they, are they just impatient? I don't know. But do you think those people can, can manage if everything goes sideways? Will they, will they know what to do? Why wouldn't they just slowly keep increasing like they were? Why did they get lazy and greedy? Are they dumb? Are they making mistakes? And now, because this whole, we got to censor everything. We got to, if they were smart, they would learn how to win the argument 
they would learn who to buy and who to pay and who to have make have accidents and this kind of thing and make it very subtle like they used to in the 90s, in the 80s, 70s, 2000s. Like you wouldn't really know somebody that's suspicious, but there's not really proof. You can't prove anything. And they're just they just slowly you notice the ship is drifting off course. You don't grab the wheel and go ah! and you know too fucking hard to port and tip the fucking boat over, you know. Or the plane is slightly off course. You, you know the t- it, flight simulators, right, guys? You just take the throttle and you just touch it just a bit. There we go. Yeah, we were drifting a little to the left there, a couple of degrees. There we go. You just that's it. That's all you had to do. And they went ah! like that. Why did you do that? Because now everybody's freaking out, and now you, you now you're making more problems for yourself with the mass censorship. Give us all the guns, censor everything. We gotta control everything all the time. Why are you? You that seems like a panic move to me. That seems like you're you're worried about something. Are you worried, Christian? Are you worried? You paid five thousand dollars for two Zoom meetings. <laughs> At one of these globalist conferences, World Economic Forum's Davos Agenda, $5,099 invoice for ministers' media events on the 26th. The breakdown of the invoice from Toronto AV firm Bespoke Audiovisual is redacted. Of course it is. Blacked out! Blacked out! But it shows the total billable amount as well as the date and venue, which is the finance minister's regional office in downtown Toronto. I paid... Just, Just take this into consideration. You guys, a lot of you guys watch me a lot. You know how stupid and crazy I am. You know how much I paid for Zoom? $200. The finance minister and the deputy prime minister of Canada, as you can see here, spent $5,000 for, for Zoom, apparently. <laughs> for Zoom meetings. My webcam is about 200 bucks, but a lot of laptops, a lot of these people are just using laptops, for, and which are billed to the taxpayer anyway. So she presumably could have just taken her laptop from work. And just installed Zoom and, but somehow $5,000 was needed for this $200 software. And that's for the professional version that I, that I paid for. So there's no like time limits and all this other shit that you got to deal with if you get the free version. So the finance minister and deputy prime minister paid $5,100 for, for what I paid $200 for. To do exactly the same thing. In fact, I would bet my legs right now that this stream, my my audio and video is of higher quality than everything she has done over Zoom. Everything. <laughs> She's smarter than me, though, guy. Right? These people aren't smart, man. They're dumb as fuck. They're they're beatable, is what I'm saying. I think people have been losing for so long, and it's like. Imagine you're losing a war for like for a long time, like the Russians. I imagine this is probably how it felt like because they ended up winning. So that's why I'm using this example. The first part of the war in the Eastern Front went really bad for the Russians, really awfully, epically bad. They had millions of troops captured in the first like week. Uh, Their air force was obliterated, like pretty much destroyed entirely. Uh, most of their light tanks were uh, got destroyed. Like, I t- like all their light vehicles, everything. Because the Russians were preparing to invade Germany uh, as well. But the Germans attacked them first preemptively, knowing that they were about to attack them. So that's why they had all their fucking shit lined up at the border, like right there. Whoops. And then they just rolled the fuck over them all the way to Moscow. 
like inside the city limits. They were in the in the suburbs of Moscow in like November. And then it all just started to oh, they ran out of gas. Oh, and then it started to slowly go back this way. And then the Russians started to counterattack and push them out of this city. And then they never stopped. It never ended. It, they never lost basically after that. After the, and then Stalingrad was over. They never lost a battle essentially after that. It just was a fucking steamroll that couldn't be. It just got more and more powerful. More money was piling in from all these countries. The Siberian legions, fuck legions literally came up from like fucking Japan because Japan had like, a, you know what? We're not going to fight each other okay bye this made a deal with the soviets and they're like bye took all their troops from the japanese border brought them off and then it was like fuck we're done but how i mean stalin had a nervous breakdown (laughs) he was like retreated to a cabin and drank for like a week by himself and no one had seen they thought he killed himself and they're like we don't know what to do that was that was the leadership of the soviet union for like a full week in like 1941 or 42 41 summer yeah the end of 1941 they're like, we're dead. The United States projected that the Soviet Union would fall to the Wehrmacht in two weeks, two to four weeks, and then it's over. That's the end of the war. That's a real, you can find that document too. That's how fucking close it was, man. It was like, oh, Hitler attacked Russia. He never should have. It was within a, a dog's hair away. It was like reaching for, it was this close, man. You could see the Kremlin from where the fucking, the troop, the Germans were taking pictures of the Kremlin in the background. Like, they're almost there. It was like right there. Right. And then right when it was all, then everything started to just slowly turn around. So it's like, I imagine it's like that for the Russians that were there that are like assumed they're doomed because they just lose and lose and lose the armies, you know, whatever. And they're just like looking at each other. Like, can we win? Like we might win. (laughs) Oh, oh shit. We can win. Oh no. Oh, I feel now I do. Now I feel like fighting because I wasn't really fighting before because I didn't think we could win anyway, but now I think we could. So now I'm really going to try real hard. Now I'm really going to come at you because I think there's a chance. (laughs) Isn't, isn't that an idea? What do you guys think of that? I like that idea. I think there's some truth to that. I don't think these people are as uh, omnipotent as they would believe because they're all human at the end of the day. I don't care what technology they have. I don't care what they got. They can read all the emails. They can. I don't care. They're people and they're, they're stupid people. This is an exceptionally stupid time to be alive all the way around. This person is in charge. Like Justin Trudeau is the prime minister, guys. Right? I mean, think of this, some of these people in charge. If shit really gets wild and stressful and scary and confusing and difficult and complicated, it's not working like it used to. The, the, the machine's broke. How do we fix it? Well, Grandpa built the machine. He would know how to fix it, but he's dead. And, and Dad, you know, only ever worked on it, really. He doesn't really know how it works. And he's like 80 years old now. And I've only ever watched dad use the machine, so I don't even really know how to fucking use the machine at all. So what are the chances that if the machine breaks down that I'm even going to be able to fix it? I don't know. It's a thought, right? 
Barry O'Biden says death to Stalin. Yes, very much so. Robert E. Legal says George W. Now watch this drive. I remember that, yeah. Now we watch this drive. Stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. This is the fucking war music. Oh, come get it. Come get it. We're gonna take all your guns. Come get them. We're gonna mandatory, we're gonna mandate vaccines. Come try it. Oh, yes. Part of me wants you to. Scott McLean says Hunter was raping his underage niece on camera. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And Sleepy Joe begged parents to let it all happen. Greg Jeffrey, give them 1989 Romanian treatments. Dr. D says, thanks to the liberals, we have much fewer bases around the country. Just saying, yes, we do. Food Dog, thank you so much. We know the implosion is coming. We know it's going to be huge, and everyone with double-digit IQs is walking around like everything's normal. He can't help it but laugh at this stage. I can't wait to see it. Starshine Girl says, Mr. Honda originally worked for Toyota, designing engines during World War II. He tracked the falling bombs and repurposed the electronics, creating Honda's first product, the electric bicycle. One man's trash is another man's treasure, isn't it? We'll see what happens. This song takes a while to get going. Is this it? I think it is. Cheers to uh, maybe winning someday, guys. Bin Laden, where did he turn out to be after all? On a Hollywood soundstage? I smell it too, Phil. Smells like. Smells like fear. Bushes. Others say he's with the Bushes. Yeah, Bandar Bush, they did call him. Old Bandar Bush, Bandar Bush, he got taken away. The government protected him because they were in on the whole entire thing. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> What's a Bandar Bush? The fact that you don't know who that is, is should very, very, very much make you angry that you've been lied to about something very important. Um, yeah, surprise, YouTube, I still remember. Can't undo, you can't undo what's been done. What has been made cannot be unmade. <laughs> Who are you threatening? I don't know. I, I, anyone, anyone, maybe, everyone. 
<laughs> Drops those sense. Thank you, man. He says, picture Trudeau and Freeland taking Homer's place in the Springfield nuclear plant, not knowing what they're doing, pressing buttons like wild, trying to avoid a meltdown. That's that's what it feels like sometimes. It feels like they inherited like plans and blueprints from people way fucking smarter than them, and the execution has been very poor. You know what I mean? It, this is not a good... Uh, they're people. They're just people like we are. They're doing, they're susceptible to fucking everything up just like we all do. Just because it hasn't happened yet, it doesn't mean it won't. I mean, I don't see a lot of smart. They, they don't, they don't worry me. They don't scare me. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris don't intimidate me. They're not smart. They're weak, pathetic. They're not strong. people. They're not people that are like, even evil people can be tough motherfuckers. Like this is a, this is a, what's the word? Uh, you have an opponent that you respect very much. Like, this is a serious person. This isn't a joke. Like, somebody like uh, even Barack Obama. This, that was not a dumb guy. That was a fucking a smart guy who had, you know what I mean? He was, he was dangerous. Bill Clinton. Kind of a buffoon a bit, but he wasn't stupid either. George Bush wasn't that smart, but he had Dick Cheney. And George H.W. Bush was legitimately scary. Um, you know? Some of these guys are, are frightening. If you go back and hit, like Joseph Stalin was a scary dude. Like it wasn't, you didn't be like, oh, fuck Stalin, that faggot. You would literally get killed. <laughs> I mean, these were serious dudes. They did not fuck around. Vladimir Putin is an intimidating character, right? Like that's somebody you would respect coming, coming to a, a game of like an intellectual battle where like as, as world leaders, I mean, if you think, I mean, whatever it is, that guy is not stupid. And he's already figured out probably what you're going to think and do before you do. Like he's sizing you up mentally and trying to get into your head and all this kind of shit. He's not a buffoon. He's not just in. Could you imagine, imagine in some kind of battle financially, like a trade war and any kind of intellectual back and forth. And you know, we have just a bigger version of what happens to us in our lives, right? You've got a neighbor you don't like, or somebody's at work that's fucking with you. And it's like, for whatever reason, you guys are at odds and you're both trying to destroy each other. Or fuck each other over or something, right? Or you're like, fuck that guy, I hate it, whatever. Imagine the mismatch of Justin Trudeau trying to figure out how he's going to get Vladimir Putin. That's literally laughable. <laughs> like, what are you going to do to him? Are you fucking fucked in the head? Dude, sit down, you're way out of your league. You're going to be like, I called. Justin's idea would be like, what if this, I go and say to uh, Canada that... Vladimir Putin is a poopy head. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, Justin, but um, we just intercepted communications from some, some of our spies here, and the Russians, uh, you can't go outside now because basically everywhere you go is wired. Um, he's already kidnapped your family. <laughs> oh, you know, he's so out of his league. <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know what you're up against. You're a fucking moron. And a lot of these people are buffoons. They don't... Angela Merkel is, like, in the middle, you know? She's kind of an idiot, but she's not completely stupid, but she's one of the old guard people that's on her way out. Like, this next generation of their replacements... Boys, this is not a good draft year. I don't like what I'm seeing. If I'm on Team el Elitist here, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm just... Because your character is what determines everything. I don't care what resources you're born with. If you're a fucking idiot, you're going you're gonna to fuck it all up anyway. But if you and if you're born with nothing, you can be a very resourceful, hardworking, determined, focused, serious person who doesn't fuck around and doesn't make mistakes. That person can can be anything. 
that person could be, and they end up fucking being world beaters. Like, like that's people that, that's the kind of person that like Alexander the Great was made out of. You know what I mean? Does that strike you as any of the people you see on TV? Doug, does that strike you? As Doug, does Doug Ford seem like an evil mastermind to you? <laughs> like if you're in a battle of wits with, I'm pretty sure I could beat Doug Ford at like, like chess or checkers or any, anything like easily. Because I'm like, I don't think he's very smart. Like, I just don't, I don't think he has that ability. And, who, and you know, they're getting worse. If you looked, and who, was, who came before them? Who were the old premiers and who were the old leaders and the old presidents and, and congressmen? And it's like, you can see a trend again, especially those people in the United States. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a congressman. Sorry, congresswoman. You have a thing called the squad that share hashtags with each other. <laughs> so what I'm saying is in real life, and especially the army guys will tell you this, the military guys have been, to, been, been deployed and so on. Real life doesn't give a fuck. Real life is always real life. Consequences in nature are always what they've always been. They're always the same. And they always demand the same standards. Of, of effort and survival and like how to, you know? And when I look at these people, I'm like, you don't have, you're not even close to being good enough. If like, if shit goes sideways, this is who your leadership team is? Oh, goodness. Like, that's not a good draft here. Welcome back, everybody, to another... Uh... It's uh, Friday Night Fuck You Make Me here on Bigger 104 FM. We got a, uh, we're, tonight we're going we're gonna to review the uh, first round draft picks of all the uh, elite class motherfuckers of the world. Joining me now is uh, a guest host, uh, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, what do, you, what do you think about this? Well, I'll tell you what, Pete. Back in my day... We had to contend with the likes of Nixon. Hunter Biden smokes meth and left his laptop with all of his life-destroying secrets on it at a random guy's repair shop. It doesn't inspire confidence. And if I was still governor of Minnesota, I would be doing a much better job than Ilhan Omar. <laughs> That's very true, Jesse. If only you could just stay awake. If you could just stay awake for a few minutes at a time. We could really use a man like you, but I understand you're old. It's okay. Coming up to pick next. The Soros family. Oh, oh it seems a Claire Bronfman. I'm just getting a, I'm just getting an update. Claire Bronfman, heiress of the Bronfman family in the Seagram's uh, Whiskey Empire. Basically the kings and queens of Canada now has been caught in a human trafficking operation. <laughs> True story. How the hell does that happen? I don't know, Tom. I don't know. We've got between the Epstein Island fiasco and the Bronfman thing, that kid never fucking could keep her head straight for two seconds. They don't got focus. They don't got the edge. They don't got what it takes to conquer the world. Uh, well, there you have it, folks. Our judges vote two to no, Jesse Ventura and a random other guy there. Both vote no is the verdict on do you have what it takes to conquer the world. 
Unfortunately, uh, you know, any last words there, Chris? They just took too long. And we're going to go to Don Cherry. We're going to go to Don Cherry. Do you get anywhere? Listen, they took too long. They spent too much time screwing around. Nobody went into the end zone. It took them too much time. They were too slow. By the time they got anywhere close to finishing this game, the other team figured them out. They changed the strategy. It, uh, you know, they can't fix stupid. No, you definitely can't fix stupid, Don. Uh, well, well, we'll see how this plays out, but uh, this has been another presentation of Can You Conquer the World? And uh, no is the judges' responses. Turns out, uh, had a lot of money, a lot of power, a lot of influence, had everything you need, you just didn't have a brain in your heads. Turned out you smoked too much meth. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, speaking of meth, not really my bag, but uh, Philip and I are going to go hit some key bumps and uh, we're going to go downtown uh, looking for trouble. Thanks for joining us here at Big at 104.4 FM. We hope you have a wonderful... S- Wonderful weekend. It's uh, 22 degrees. Nice. Nice weather out here in Saskatchewan. We'll see you on the patio. <laughs> Slow, wide-angle fade-out from an arena. <laughs> That's my new favorite TV. That's my new favorite fucking sports show. They're just too fucked in the head, man. I don't know. I think they might be right out of her. (laughs) I think they might be too fucked in the head to win. All that kid fucking and drug use and murder. I mean, they've got to be just brain scrambled, right? The rules don't change. You got to have your shit together and work hard and focus and, you know, run a tight ship to be successful in life. And the old generations of these people used to be that. But right now, I mean, the draft class doesn't look good. (laughs) Justin Trudeau I mean they could have picked anybody that's what they went with because that's what they had dude in America they ran Joe Biden do you know why because that's all they had who else were they going to put in they had to run an old senile man who poops in diapers and forgets where he is that's who they had to fucking shoehorn into being president because they have nobody else there's no one else left they tried hillary clinton before that and she fucking you know that that went the way it went now (laughs) who's after biden they're running this is coming the wheels are coming off this fucking train just any minute now man they've got to be this can't continue (laughs) this is ridiculous you can't be in charge look at you you're an idiot oh my god you want to operate the complicated machine but your brain doesn't work you don't have a brain why don't you go hang out with the fucking you know what somebody who's like that nigerian scammer guy from instagram it was with the it was probably gerald butts i'm starting to think it could be they might be this dumb here's another example i mean this is just they they can't do anything right they spent $2 million on a gun buyback before a single gun has been purchased. They spent $2 million just on administration costs. $2 million. Again, a smart person, an enemy you should be afraid of, gets a lot of shit done with, a, with minimal effort. That's a scary person to be up against. When they can be like, I spent no money and conquered a fucking country. Like, wow, they're smart. They're not to be fucked with. 
These fucking fools haven't even set up the infrastructure to do this gun buyback, and they're already, the costs are in the millions? How? How? It, 11 people. 11 people ate up $2 million. 11 bureaucrats who are providing advice. Advice and direction for design, implementation, and management of the federal bond. How do we get the guns? Pay those 11 fools $2 million. Well, let's see. You tell everyone to turn them in. Some of them will. Some of them won't. And then if you want the ones that people didn't turn them in, you're going to have to send the police to go get them. The end. Give me $2 million. What the fuck is that? Like, what is there to talk about? Are you fucking for real? These people are retarded. Dude, they're mental. Good they're evening, stupid Canadian. as shit. There's no... Oh. <laughs> I don't even want to look at that. That's just terrible. And look at this. Somebody, somebody sent this in an email. I can't remember. Was it Banks? Was it you? I can't remember. Great, uh, great point, though. I'm not a huge Vox Day fan, but he does say things sometimes. And I'm like, he's absolutely correct. Uh, they're talking about uh, because if, if players can't reschedule games because of an uh, outbreak of unvaccinated players, the team will forfeit, be credited with a loss. Oh, no. And he says it's totally absurd. While it, yeah, it's ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. But the point, the, the thing here at the end is that you need to remember, which is absolutely imperative. And this is where people are lazy about it. They think because they don't like it means that's enough. Well, I don't like, especially the police. Well, I don't like this mask stuff either. And I don't like this vaccine stuff either, but no, that, that's not enough. Just not liking it isn't enough. You, you need to actively do something about it. So he says, evil requires your submission and compliance, not your support or your full mental body. You don't have to say you like it. You don't even have to participate. You just have to not stop it from happening. That's all you have to do. For in order for this to happen, all these guys got to do, all these cops and all these soldiers, all these guys got to do is just not do anything, which is what they've been doing. And they tell themselves because they don't like it that that's good enough. It's not good enough. All it requires is your compliance and your submission, not your support or your full buy-in. And then he says, therefore, a refusal to submit and comply, whatever the cost, is the moral imperative. Is anybody going to argue with that statement? I don't think so. That's absolutely correct. Again, not a huge fan. I've listened to a couple of his streams. I just don't. Not, not my speed. Whatever. I don't mind the guy. He's not stupid. That's for fucking sure. Evil requires your submission and compliance, not your full support or your full mental buy-in. Therefore, a refusal to submit and comply, whatever the cost, is the moral imperative. That should be, uh, you know, that should be in everybody's mind because that's absolutely true. Pickley from Ontario says, Trudeau is like Homer Simpson. Pro yeah, he's similar to more, he's closer to, you know, you've got Bill Blair and, you know, Doug Ford. It's like fucking Ralph Wiggum. It, we live in a Simpsons episode and we're all Frank Grimes. Hashtag, we are all Frank Grimes. We are Frank Grimes. That's funny. That was like kind of a nickname. That was like a, a meme at work for a while because I obviously, I, I get angry and frustrated when stupid shit happens. 
that doesn't make sense. I'm like, why the fuck are you doing it this way? You, you know, that's the way we always do it. Yeah, but it's wrong. It's dumb. It's going to take way longer. Maybe somebody will even get hurt, actually. What the fuck are you retarded? They would call me Frank Grimes. <laughs> that's sort of the Simpsons where they had like the smart guy move to, move to Springfield. And was like, how does no one know that Homer is an idiot? You know? And they're like, oh, Homer's the best. And he's like, he's dangerously stupid, you moron. <laughs> that was kind of that. Then we're all Frank Grimes now. We're like, everyone, everyone's like, I don't see the problem. And we're all like, what the fuck? Are you guys retarded? Um, Cocaine Rim Job says, when Christian Freeland spreads... Oh. I'm just reading it because it's the, I mean, these are not my thoughts. And I wish I didn't have to read this. And I'll just I'll just do it quick like a band-aid and then it'll be over. When Christia Freeland spreads her legs, it's like pulling two soggy cinnamon buns apart. Yeah, that was pretty horrible. Greg Jeffrey says you can smell the AIDS off Christia Freeland when legs when she walks in. That's equally close to being nearly as bad. Jesus, woman is. I swear, if I think about her too long, I can smell sulfur, and like hot dog water and bo, and just just a st- just a stench, you know. Zodiac Z thirty four says, "What happens uh, when there's an outbreak amongst vaccinated players?" Oh, that doesn't happen. That's fake news. Just ignore what you're seeing in front of you. Exile Canadian Patriot says, Bill Blair, last time I seen a head like that, I was shaking piss off it. Well, he's a fish in a man's body. He's an air, he's a, he's a, he's a fish, he's a fish man and a fish person. Adeptus Ast, that's an interesting name. YouTube says, can I be Super Nintendo Chalmers instead? Super Nintendo Chalmers. That was, that guy was like smart too, you know. <laughs> He'd go to fucking... The house, the pres, the uh, the principal there, uh, Skinner. That guy was fucking. That that show was so good, man. In the nineties, the late nineties, early two thousands, that show every episode was a goddamn home run. Smithers, it seems like a bomb has gone off in your kitchen. Uh, nope, nope, it's not. <laughs> Can I be out of touch? No, it's the children that are wrong. Yes. Oh, it was a great time. It was a great time to be live. What else have we got? Uh, yes, stuff. It's just off. Oh, and to finish this off, because I mean, <laughs> this is just this is the uh, the coup de gras. This is the chef kiss. This is the cherry on top of how fucked this country is now. Do you remember when he said the balance will bu- the, the the budget will balance itself? The budget will balance itself. Money just comes from trees. <laughs> the federal government of Canada won't be able to balance the budget until the year 2070. Amassing a $2.7 trillion in debt. That's nearly three times the size of all the money. Canada's economy is about at roughly a trillion dollars a year. The GDP, the gross domestic product of the country is about a trillion dollars. And they've amassed nearly three times that. So imagine if you make, you know, <laughs> we're so broke. 
We're so broke. And this is on top of the other debt we already have, right? This isn't all the debt. This is just, this is the new, new piece. Yeah. Uh, Canadian Taxpayers Federation is calling for a federal politicians to save tax dollars. As the parliamentary budget data officer predicts the federal government won't balance its budget until 2070. 2070. That's like 50 fucking years away. <laughs> 59 years from now, maybe will I be able to buy Jesus Christ. I will literally be dead before the balance is, but the budget is balanced and we're not bleeding money, hemorrhaging money. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau promised Canadians he would balance the books in 2019, but it turns out that we will have to wait about 50 years before we see a balanced budget, said Franco Terrazano, federal director for the CTF. Racking up trillions of dollars in debt and interest is not okay. And that's why we need to see federal politicians start talking about deficits seriously. They can't, though, Franco, uh, because they're all stupid as fuck. They're idiots. They don't know what's going on. They don't understand money. They don't understand anything. If you told them to make a toaster strudel, they would fuck that up. They would fuck up cooking a toaster strudel. They would put it on a frying pan and you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? What, what are you doing? Uh, no, nope, no. When running for prime minister in the, in the 15 election, Trudeau promised Canadians he would balance the budget in 2019. Federal deficit in 2021 is expected to total $140.6 billion and decline significantly to $24 billion in 2024. After that, the deficit increases considerably, probably from interest payments and all the loans he's taken. In 2029, from 39 to $55 billion, and then more, $75 billion. Uh, it will take up to 2070 where the government will see a surplus of $5 billion. And that's it. That's right now if nothing else changes. So this place is over. Hyperinflation is coming. The dollar crisis, the finance crisis, I'm going to guess will be in around February, March. Maybe April. Quarter one, quarter two next year. At the rate that what I've been reading, that's what it looks like. Everybody's going to be fucking panicking then because it's going to be like, why is, why, why is a box of cereal $70? Oh, uh, well, because the budget will balance itself and op opportunities for Canadians to live the way we'd always wanted, scared for our lives, and obeying, obeying regional warlords. Yay. Said politicians should be outraged by five decades of red ink and that families shouldn't be forced to pay for all the overspending by the government. We need the feds to roll up their sleeves and save some money. Well, they gave themselves a pay raise, actually. And all the money they spend is your money. These people. It's difficult. I mean, I use like deep breaths to like calm myself and like think of thoughts because otherwise my mind just goes to different colors, styles, and lengths and thicknesses and, 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 you know, makes of ropes. It's just like a kaleidoscope, a pinball machine of all the different kinds of, so many rope choices. They spend your money. They don't, that's not their money. 
In fact, their money is more than ever because they gave themselves pay raises. They make six figures. They get big, fat, very generous pensions. Every meal they get, everywhere they stay, everywhere they go, everything they do is also paid for by you. It's comped. It's billed to the taxpayer, you see. Every hotel stay, every plane ride, every fucking, well, I had to do it for work. I work for the people, so they should pay me to eat a fucking $200 steak dinner, whatever the fuck it is. John Tory. You know, they, 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 trust me, I worked for the government. People find way, like there's a lot of easy ways to bilk these, these systems. You're allowed, you know, allotted clothes, like money and allowances for all these different things. And people just find ways to, you think they're not doing that? Mike Duffy got caught doing that and like going to dog shows and shit. Supposed to be a Senator. And he's just like billing taxpayers to go look at dogs. Um, when, in a time where, you know, the, econ- the economy's in the position that it is, so many people have lost their jobs, and, 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 and these people are doing this. And um, was it Roman Baber? I can't remember who it was. Maybe that's how he got on my radar. Someone suggested they should take a pay cut, or they shouldn't get paid at all. Because if their people are suffering, then so should they. And they laughed at him, and then decided they should vote on if he takes his money away, because they should donate their money as a show of good faith, at least. At least you would have the loyalty of these people. If you cared enough to even take a pay cut of any kind for the collective good, and they look, oh, it would only be a drop in the bucket anyway. Yeah, but it financially would be a drop in a bucket. But mentally, and the message it would send of common sacrifice, you know, like we actually are all in this together. Because look, the MPs had to take a huge pay cut. 50% of their money's, they're struggling too. Well, you know what? I, that would cause me to give them a lot more fucking slack. But that's not what they did. Not only did they not sacrifice anything, they're taking more than they ever have. Ever have. They got pay raises this year. Isn't that something? They treat you like garbage. And then they smile and shake hands and they fucking lie to your face. And they tell you things you want to hear, so you'll vote for them. It's a scam. It's a gig. It's a criminal career path. Like drug dealer, or mafia kingpin, or arms runner. Somebody that makes fake IDs, whatever. There's lots of criminal career paths. Politician is a very popular one. 90, 95% of these people are pieces of shit. That's why they do these jobs. Because they see it for what it is. They see it as an opportunity to feed their ego and their narcissism, to make a lot of money, to feel important, and to tell people what to do. That's literally, obviously, that's going to attract the worst kind of person. And it does. And you end up with people like Hillary Clinton and Justin Trudeau and so on. And Catherine McKenna and these fucking imbeciles. If it were up to me, I would say that each federally elected MP would, he would get the mean average salary of the writing that he's from or she. Where are you from? Which writing? 
East Hants, Nova Scotia. What's the average income there? $54,000 a year. There's your salary. You represent the people. That's what the people make. That's what you make. Um, excuse me. No, shut your mouth. Nope, that's what you get. You don't like it? Get another job. Because there are good, decent people that are that would be great. Would they be like that? I'll take that job. Yeah, that's fair. Because I actually give a shit about my community, and that's more than enough to you know. Especially since I get flown the fuck back and forth for free, and no, they don't want that. They get paid a hundred thousand, fifty hundred fifty thousand. Cabinet ministers are making three hundred grand. It's fucking. It's a goddamn fucking money trough up there. And not even that. And Justin Trudeau is giving contracts to all of his friends. They're all doing it, not just him. Giving contracts to people he knows, family, friends, siphoning off a quarter million bucks to his mom, $50,000 million, $50, rather to his brother over here. So many rope options. These are, lit- these are the worst people in the country. And now they lie about something so insane like, like, the, like the world we're living in right now. What's the lie about this? This is where it gets real dangerous. Because it's one thing if you're, if you're because there's kind of an illusion, right? You, you pay taxes and whatever, but like Justin Trudeau's not physically coming to your house and taking your money. He basically is. But if he did, it would be a different story. But it's, you know, oh, it's not me, it's the whatever. If and when... People start dying, and society turns on each, on each other, you know, which they are beginning to do. Who's to blame for that? That's not a small thing you've done. You've destroyed society. You're ruining people's lives, like the guy that confronted John Tory there in Toronto. He's absolutely correct. They've five times more children committed suicide via they committed suicide than died of COVID in the United Kingdom. Five times the number. 2,300 Canadians died waiting for surgery just last year. 2,300. That's over half the COVID deaths, which are all old people, old sick people. That's just people waiting for surgery. Just that. Never mind the suicides and how many weren't counted. Never mind the uh, adverse reactions, which we're not allowed to talk about. What, what's that fucking number? If they know these things, which I believe they do, and they're choosing not to talk. They're lying. They're choosing not to talk about it and warn people and go, oh, shit, something horrible is happening. What do you think? An appro- and I mean, I don't care who listens to this. I don't care if police listen to this. You fucking live here, too, don't you? Don't you have family members, too? What do you think is the appropriate reaction to a bureaucrat in a position that is not only profiting financially, career-wise, basically by every imaginable metric? Hasn't Doug Ford made millions of dollars during this whole situation? Every aspect of his life is getting better and fatter and more awesome. While they're lying about perhaps the greatest fucking crisis in, in history... It affects the whole planet. Entire countries are rearranging the way they fucking live to accommodate this. And are you, are you lying about that? And you're intentionally sitting on different information and suppressing the truth about something so serious. That's right, Autist Swim said Ontario counted suicides as COVID deaths. Yes, it did. 
if that's true, if everything I'm saying turns out to be factually correct, there is only one possible solution. There is absolutely no scenario where any of these people should be permitted to fucking speak ever again. They should be thrown, locked up forever. And I mean forever. Their bones should do a life sentence. I would, I'm not even joking. I would say, we will chain you up. We'll throw you in jail until you die. And then we're going to leave your body in there for another hundred years until it's just dust just to set a fucking example for the next generations of people to go, do you see what, this is what happens to you. If you use a trusted position in society where I'm here to look out for people and, and, you know, make choices based on their best interests and try to tell them, keep them abreast of what's going on, represent their interests, take all that trust and turn it into me, 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 and fuck them, and I'm just fucking vampire parasite creature. You do that, that's where you go. That's what happens to you. Roger that. I think people would be a little deterred. Wouldn't you? Don't get caught doing that. Your bones go to jail. You go to jail. You don't get released until your body literally disintegrates. Until we can sweep you up in a dustpan, that's when your sentence is complete for doing the fucking unspeakably horrible shit that you've done. One, two, three, four. Let's go. These pieces of shit have got to go, man. We outnumber them. We big, big, hugely. And they give me a certain feeling. What's that feeling? Gary, do you know? Philip, get to the chopper. Who seriously? Who? I mean, who's gonna? How dare he? That's so crazy. Yes, man advocates for extremely long prison sentences for horrible human beings that you know, <laughs> the worst people that have ever lived. I could come up with much worse. I think that's fair. I think that's mercy, to be honest with you. That would be merciful. Letting you live in prison would be, would be, I could do way, way fucking worse. But I like the living example. Everyone can get to see. I want them to have cells with windows on it. And there's a big, and there's a path made like a fucking museum. They're on full display 24-7 for the whole country to see. You can go, hey, kids, you want to go to the fucking Wheel of Motherfuckers prison? (laughs) Yeah, Chris just still alive, Justin's still, and they're just sitting in there. And you'd be like, look at that, kids. Look at that piece of shit that tried to do what they did. And their bones are there, you know? 
That would be nuts. <laughs> that's hardcore. That's a that's a that's a serious fucking country, isn't it? I if that was a place, I would move there now, right now. I'd be like, what is this? What is this country? Well, there's this country called Diagalon. And once upon a time, they had a bunch of really corrupt rulers. They were, um, you know, stealing from everybody, lying about it. They were, uh, you know, aiding and abetting like giant pharmaceutical companies for financial benefit at the expense of the citizens. It was hurting people. They lied. They covered it up. They did all of this stuff. They lied about all these wars. They sent people off to all these wars for no to keep making more money. They just they did all the worst shit you could fucking imagine to make all kinds of money. And they were into human trafficking, and all, it was just absolutely insane. Wow, that's awful. And then what happened? Wow, then the people figured it out, and then they got together in real big numbers, and they went down there and, and grabbed all of them, and they built a special jail for them to put them on display forever. And they fed them their 2,000 calories a day through a hole in the wall. And it was just a mattress and a toilet and a big glass window. And the whole world watched them just slowly fade away from these big, giant, big shot fucking people they thought they were. And it turns out they were just frail, pathetic human, you know, like the rest of us. And we just watched them waste away in agony as an example to what happens to evildoers in the nation of death. Then... The people rejoiced. Wouldn't that be <laughs> And flamethrowers and right, yeah, all kinds. Everybody's like, yeah, would that be not? Yeah, you know. Where's the anti-hate headline for that one? They're busy with Dean Blundell's lawsuit probably now, but. Uh... Uh, Far-right extremist fantasizes about locking up corrupt politicians. Thinks Justin Trudeau should die in jail. He should. He should die in jail. That would be a great. Uh... The weed charity scandal alone, bro. This isn't small potatoes. Listen, if somebody's like, and I'm not saying, you know, let them off the hook, but I understand on a human level and I'm sympathetic to them on a, as a human to human, someone that is like, I am so fucked. I don't know what I'm going to do. All I can figure out what to do. I'm going to rob a liquor store. That's all I, I, so they do. Or a bank or something, you know? Out of necessity, out of, like, they have to. They've got no choice. I mean, these motherfuckers did create this fucking world, didn't they? It's not fair. A lot of people are born without any options. You know, it happens. I'm not saying don't throw them in jail. I'm not saying if, they, if some guy comes into your liquor store with a gun and he points it at you, don't blow, blow him the fuck away immediately. <laughs> I mean, don't risk your life, right? However... That's not the same as like, now that I've been trusted, that's like hiring somebody to babysit your kids and then they fuck your kids. Like that, that's, that's fucking egregiously evil. Like we trusted you. People assumed that you were looking out for them and you took full advantage of that for your own benefit. You're a fucking psychopath. Who does that? It's literally unthinkable to me because I have a soul still. I think, maybe, I don't know. They're, they're psychopaths. Clearly, I mean, by definition, I mean, psychologically analyze these people, like who could do something like that? Like, I'm just going to steal from everybody. All the poor. And, that's, and, who, and who eats that? Who eats that cost? When inflation goes up and shit gets more expensive, who does that blow away for? Who's the first to go down? 
It's not rich people. It's people that are like, I swear to God. And there's a lot of them in this country. And there's a lot of the United States now too. If things get even $50 more expensive a month, I'm fucked. That's how close it is for some people. So if inflation, oh, inflation's only gone up 2%. Here's why that's not a bad thing. No, that's hundreds of dollars a month for families. And some of them literally don't have that money. That's a death sentence. They will eventually, you know, the, the inflation and the debt will eventually outrun their ability to pay said debt. And then they're homeless and fucked. And the father kills himself because he's ashamed he can't provide for his kids. And the wife becomes a prostitute. And the kids become drug addicts. And You've basically destroyed a whole fucking household of people, actually, what you fucking did. Justin. Oh, we spent some money. You have no fucking idea. I don't think they understand this. There's so many people that are fucked in this country, in in the world, because of these seemingly, oh, they can just do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. The 2009 bailouts, how many people went to jail? One. They got one patsy. (sighs) That should have been rope time. That was insane. Go look into that. The 0809 bailouts. Obama did that one. Hope and change. I'm here for the American people. No, you're here for the fucking banks. The people that can afford to lose money the most. And you saved the rich people. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, and somebody was... (laughs) Somebody's making fun of me the other day, and he's like, oh, he call, called me a Jew. And I was like, I'm not a Jew. I give money away sometimes. <laughs> That's your test. How much money have you given to charity? Oh, well, I never do that. There's no tax, unless it's a tax incentive. I'm never, ah, gotcha. <laughs> I don't give a shit. How can these people live with themselves? It's insane. We're, we're run by the worst people in the world. Here's one of them. This fucking psycho. Tony Podesta, brother of John Podesta. Go read the Podesta emails leaked by WikiLeaks and see what John Podesta is all about. Involves young children in hot tubs and these kinds of things. Very, very disturbing things that were never, never, ever denied not once because they were fucking true because they were real emails. Hired, so Tony Podesta, hired by Huawei, which is just a, a Chinese government military tech company, masquerading as oh we all just oh we just assess health holes okay okay china tell tim smith uh, 387 or whatever the fuck i said hi so tony podesta hired by china to warm relations with biden administration the biden regime i see <laughs> round and around we go nothing changes nothing mueller there's another guy mueller was it <sighs> Mueller was the uh, the FBI guy there for a while, right? He's got a fucking shady history with the Clintons. There's James Elephantis right there. That guy. And you, you know, funny story. This is, do, do you see, so he, just this picture alone. Who, how many fucked up things do you see happening in this picture? I see several. There's Tony Podesta. James Elephantis, which roughly, if you put it to French, j'aime les enfants. I like children. It's not his real name. James Alephantis is not his real name. This is the guy I was talking about earlier with the crazy fucking four-pant post. This in the back, do you see this here where my mouse is? That 
is the, uh, the, the, the position of agony or something it's called. This sculpture is a sculpture of what Jeffrey Dahmer used to do to his victims. This is James Alephantis' house. Or no, sorry, this is Tony Podesta's house. James Alephantis has an interesting home as well. Go look up pictures of Tony Podesta's house. This guy is a fucking psychopath. Who does, who do you know? I mean, listen, guys, I'm kind of twisted and fucked up. What, I'm not that bad, but I'm on the spectrum of, like, dark people, right? There is no scenario in the world where I would want a Jeffrey... This is fucking... Who, 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 who in the world? And I bet some of these other people are... In, I don't recognize any of these other ones. James Alephantis, by the way, is one of the top 50 most powerful people in Washington, D.C. He owns a pizza shop. He's really good at making pizza, so he's one of the top 50 most powerful people in the most powerful city in the whole world. Because that makes sense, right? And his name's I Like Children in French. And he's got an Instagram full of children, random children, talking about money values and, like, people saying disturbing, fucked up things. These people are fucking insane, man. Legitimately. Like, not, like, oh, exaggerating. No, I mean literal psychopaths. And, uh... You know, they, they're fully aware that they've been, they're able to manipulate us into doing what they want and they take full advantage of it, but they're getting dumber and dumber and dumber and lazier and lazier and lazier. And I think sooner or later, it's going to be fucking go time for these people. This guy's a, I mean, I could tell you, there's so much about that guy, the Epstein shit. I mean, this is a dark hole. I don't like to go into just to just know that it exists is enough. Are, are there very powerful people in the world participating in human trafficking and, you know, a, a pedophilia or yes, there is. That is, that is literally not debatable anymore. That is 100% provably true. That's all you need to know. You don't want to know more than that. If you do go look up the Dutroux affair in Belgium. Uh, there was another one in the UK. I can't, somebody might refresh my memory and tell me what that one was. Um, uh, the guy, um, Ted Gunderson was one of the regional directors of the FBI. There's a lot of people that have been talking about this for a long time, and it always gets buried. And um, they're, these are bad people. And they steal your money. And, you know, they just keep getting them. Now. For now, but uh, like the sun and the moon, nor night does not last forever, neither does the day. Uh, short and long says Christian Freeland does smell. I have it from multiple reliable sources. I don't, I don't want that to be true because if it is, I'll be like, I'll never get it out of my head. I'll never get that smell off. Al Stern says if cellulite was currency, Freeland would be Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Bus full of nuns says, uh, here's a few bucks. Enjoy buying a single fruit loop next May. <laughs> to Roger, right? Greg Jeffrey says there's a burger in Norway going for $6,000 us. What was it? Some kind of super hamburger. Food Dog says, forgot about a pay cut. Forget about a pay cut. These scumbags deserve only one thing. Gun or rope. Gun or rope. I mean, if you're somebody like, there's a, there's eventually going to come a time when people are tired of just not getting any justice. It's just going to happen. It always does happen. And you can't, you know, you can't, there's got to be a trade-off. There's got to be enough comfort and like freedom and kind of shit to, to ignore the horrible shit, right? But as, as your quality of life comes down, 
the horrible shit stays in the same spot. Eventually it's like, well, you know what? I I got nothing anymore and all I can see is this you you assholes getting away. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm going to burn this down. Uh it happens. Like uh here's France right now. They've got a problem over there. It's weird this isn't on the news, right? Like there's riots like everywhere all the time now, right? What's that about? How and how come nobody's told you about that? There's streets filled with giant trucks spraying water cannons in multiple directions to disperse crowds in the hundreds. Is that not interesting? Maybe the news maybe the news is just like that's just boring. No one cares about that. It's not something we should talk about. Oh maybe. Here's here's Italy shouting no green pass as the government has forced uh, after Macron was forced to, to withdraw from his uh, vaccine passport fucking plans. People are getting mad. And if you keep ignoring them, they're only going to get madder. And then, then again, nature hates a vacuum. Eventually, sooner or later... Somebody will fill that void of I'm, you know, and I'm hearing it from like people that I, I'm assuming or I know for sure because I've been talking to them for this length of time. Five years ago, we're like, you know, no, we'll just go to a rally. We'll get a petition, whatever, like this, you know, the reasonable, sensible, normie person. Now they're like, burn it, burn it all. Like women are saying this. You know, when, when there's women that want violence in your society, things are fucking coming apart. That's not a natural inclination for, for most women to be like, I have, I guess we just got to fucking uh, break some eggs and make an omelet, boys. I guess that's where we're going. Like, mother, have you lost your mind? Mother, like, well, Thomas, I'm telling you. Sooner or later, somebody's got to crack these fucking melons apart. You know what I'm saying? We want us to have fucking... Uh, Wants to have green eggs and ham? Well, we're going to have to crack the eggs, Thomas. Well, mother, I'd feel better about that if you wasn't you weren't holding a shotgun to me fucking face. Well, Thomas, I'm not sure whose side you're on. Because yesterday you was asking me about uh, getting the penetration and the double penetration and whatnot. So now for dinner you got to fucking Remington 870 in your face. <sighs> Conversations at a Newfoundland dinner table coming soon. <laughs> Mother's lost her mind, la. Uh, has she, though? Uh, CRJ says, Weimar Germany inflation currency cost measured against one gold ounce. Oh, is this the chart? The links take a long time. Oh, yeah. So, again, here's how it happens. It happens slow at first, and then, whoa! Right? That's Weimar Germany. Venezuela's having the same situation. Uh, Greece, you know, Portugal, a lot of places are like, oh, no. So, it, you know, you can see it goes from 1914 to 1923. 23 it goes bananas right we're probably in this zone somewhere right now in canada but we're spending money at an insane pace things move a lot faster in the modern age it's not going to take six years to get to here it may take much less time and it's that's why i say all of a sudden it's going to be like all of a sudden groceries is 80 dollars, you know 80 dollars a box of cereal because in 1923 or let's look 1922 it was only a little worse then in 20 or 20 and then in later second half of 22 
it was significantly worse. Then in 23, it was way worse. And then later in 23, it was fucking insane. It was, it was murder, mayhem. Everybody was killing each other, committing suicide in crazy numbers because life was pointless and this kind of shit. See, see how fast this happens? So it took from 14, the end of World War II, yeah, 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 to 21, and then, 20, and then 19, between 1922 and the end of 1923, that much damage was done. That much, that's how much their currency became worthless, that fast, straight up in the air. And that's going to happen again. And people are going to be very upset about that. And uh, I think it's important that we remember who did this and why and who is benefiting from it and why. Just, just, trying to be, just trying to give accurate information. Pick from Ontario says, can we have a special that introduces the entrenching tool? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Greg Jeffries says, Catherine McKenna reminds me of the Crypt Keeper with a wig on and Justin banged that. Do you, did he, is that true? I heard that story. Did he? Ugh. Ian M says, the gibbet. These the torture devices you guys are thinking of. Zodiac Z34 says, put a camera in that cell. I'd pay to watch those fucks decay and rot. They would. We would reclaim tax money by having a pay-per-view. You get a pay-per-month subscription. Uh, so for each individual prisoner, it's $5.99 a month to access to the full live stream. If you want all access to all the prisoners, it's $99 a month. And if you want a, a package of five so, and we'll sell them like hockey cards. So it's like, well, I want Justin Trudeau and I want Harjeet Sajan and Catherine McKenna, but I don't want, you know, I don't really care about Bill Blair or fucking that. Well, then you're going to buy two packs. So it's got tw- <laughs> $29.99 for a pack of five. Whatever you want. Or individually. You can add them all up for $5 each, but I mean, that's going to, it's cheaper to get the 90, guys, it's just cheaper to get the $100 a month package, all right? Then you can watch all of them whenever you want, when they're, you know, taking a dump, when they're masturbating in the corner, crying about, you know, rocking back and forth, like, I'm sorry, Uh," like, yeah, you get to see all of it, all the miserable faces. (laughs) 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 I'm not evil, I swear. Cormac Curse, it's time to tell the authorities that if armed agents appear to enforce their will, then they will be met with equal force. The government should be afraid of us. When did that become a bad thing? They should be. That's how it's supposed to work. The government should at least very least respect the citizens. And like, well, this isn't what people want. Okay, well then let's not let's not do that. You're supposed to do what the people want. That's your whole purpose. Not not take over and be like, we'll tell them what they want. No, that's not how this works. That's never been how it works. And when um you know, your government's been replaced by people like this that think it's okay. Not only that, not only that it's just okay. It's not only just okay. It's maybe necessary to, to do things like censor the internet. You know? Maybe take all the guns. And maybe, maybe divide people into different camps. Kind of pit them against each other. You know? This is necessary for the greater good, you see. It's my job, you see, as the government. I've been chosen to make sure you think all of the right things and you say all of the right things and that you do all of the right things. Because I'm the government. That's my job. And if I say you have to get a needle 
you get one. And if I say I'm going to control and, and watch your text messages, I will do it. Because I'm the government. And I'm here to protect you from yourself. I know what's best for you. I'm definitely not insane. And I don't know James Elephantis very well. Only been to a couple of parties. Two or three times. Well, that makes me feel better. Thank you for explaining it for that. Thank you for explaining me that way, government. I, uh, I feel so much better. <laughs> uh, Dell frickin' Tree says, what's your thoughts on Martin Shkreli? Why do I know that name? Martin Shkreli. Is that the far, is that the guy that owned the, come on, autist brain. You the guy that owned the, uh, he owned some kind of company that made some kind of drug, didn't he? And he jacked the price like a crazy amount. Is that him? Is that the right guy? Jack, like 500%. <laughs> something like an astronomical, like, why'd you do this? And it was medicine that people like needed to live or something, wasn't it? Was that the right guy? Kids drugs, he jacked the price up. Yeah, that guy, I don't think, I don't think, um, I think it would be more, so here's, here, here's why punish, you know, here's why public executions were a thing in the past. It has done no relation to any intents or thoughts or machinations or plans for the future. This is simply a hypothetical exercise in the realm of thinking about historical events and how they could and could not be applied to the human condition. Therefore, you know, uh, carrying on. People used to do public executions for numerous reasons. It wasn't because it was like a barbaric, like, oh, I just like, oh, I just like saying someone's head come off. They did it to, like, help heal the public. If you got executed, you did something pretty fucking bad. It wasn't like you stole an apple, so you had your head taken off. Like, murderers, rapists, like, real pieces of shit. And the town would catch you, the sheriff or whoever, and they would fucking hang your ass. And everyone would see you hang, and they would feel safe, like, he's gone. We all know he's gone. We all watched it happen. Fuck him. It's like a it's like a community thing where they all like get it all out together and then it's final, it's over, it's done. You heal together as a community, you get past it, and then you fucking go on with your lives. You bury that piece of shit out behind the executioner's shed and you go on with your lives. Because people need that. You need result you it's not enough to like when somebody does something really horrifying, like really un unspeakably, you know, to to it's gotta be harmful to the community to just be like well you know we'll put them in jail for like paul bernardo almost got paroled carla homolka walks around free if you're american you don't know who those people are um i'd say look them up but unless you want to throw up i don't know if you want to they should never have seen the light of day they should have been executed in public in toronto in front of everyone that's what i think like, when you're undoubtedly, like, there's literally a 0% chance we're wrong that we got the wrong people, fucking ice those fools in front of everybody. And it does two things. Number one, reinforces in the community there are consequences to the fucking things that you do. This is real life. You don't get to fuck around and get away with it. And, you know, number two, you can, we can all, he- they're gone now. It's over. Let's fucking get on with our lives. That was awful. It's, you know, a community like cleansing event in a way, right? We've taken the fucking poison and we've gotten rid of it and let's, you know, carry on. Now there's, you know, 
Now, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying that's what that's in my interpretation. Then my estimation, my feelings on it. That's what I. That's why I. Well, that's what I think about it. Okay. That's all. So Martin Shkreli, maybe, maybe in the 1800s, you know, the sheriff grabbed that guy and had him fed to dogs. I, I don't know. <laughs> Because that's a pretty insane crime. You're going to profit off of, you know, dying kids? The other thing, too, is, like, there's a temptation to, like, really want to torture bad people. Like, don't do that either. Because that just, uh, that poisons you, in a way. Because you, you get lowered to this level of fucking... Unless it serves a purpose, like that's why militaries and stuff will torture. We don't do that. Yeah, we do. People torture fucking POWs to extract information to try and find find shit out. If you're just doing it basically for sadism, just to hurt somebody, just cause, that's not going to do you any favors mentally. That's not gonna. That's not gonna make you a better person. I, I'm pretty sure. You know, you're going into the shit abyss now, Ricky. You're going into the shit abyss, and the shit looks back, bud. The shit abyss looks back at me. What the fuck are you talking about, Mr. Leahy? So, you know. Al Stern says, would like to give a massive shout out to Frank Mack for his generosity and service to the Platt Army. What a guy. He is doing great. Hundreds of flags again are on the way. He's got another, the guy's doing crazy work. Again, you better take some money for yourself just for the fucking effort this guy's putting in. If you want one of these, want to fly the rebel, the bad guy colors, you know, ha. <laughs> I'm the bad guy now, baby. Flags of Dagalon at protonmail.com. D I A G O L O N. Delta, India, Alpha. Wait, wait, one. Uh, Roger that. <laughs> Golf, Oscar Lima. Change on Lima. Uh, Oscar November, over. Two, two, Charlie, over. Fire for effect. Fire for effect. If you want to go get one, go get it. That's, uh, that's where you go. Goodbye. Uh, thank you, man. Deanna says, I have only five hours left of you. <laughs> that documentary. Not kid-friendly images. No, it is not. So slow going. Who knew? <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Who knew Mustache Man was a peace-loving guy? Can't imagine it getting more brutal, though. It's, dude, the worst part of that, the Holodomor is very, very difficult to stomach. That's a very horrible, dark period of human history. And I think it's important to see that because it's like, this is what, this is what can happen. If you don't know the range of what's possible, imagine having a car, right? You have a Lamborghini. You never drove it over 60. Did you really have a Lamborghini? You know what I mean? If I took my motorcycle and never went over the speed of like 90, you know, I never went 90, hundred kilometers an hour. That's as fast as I ever went. Did I ever really have a motorcycle? If you don't know what people are really capable of on both ends, the good and the bad, as far as they go, how can you possibly make an accurate estimation of what do you think is possible? What are these people up to? You don't even know what people can do. You're like, what's the worst things people can do? Oh, I saw a guy punch a guy in a fight once. That was really mean. Bro. You have no idea. Wait until you see videos and, and, and testimony of people digging up their dead relatives to eat them because they're starving so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mass executions of women and children. Like, just fucking insane levels of, like, oh, so people can get twisted up so much that they just become insane monsters. Regular people can just become insane, psychotic monsters. Yep. And in fact, 
it's not even that un it's not even that hard to do. It doesn't take much. So that's why I'm like, hey, we should not go down this road because it ends. It can it can end very very badly. Anderson Paladin says the CDC released a new blessing to keep your home clean in the name of the Fauci, the jab, and the COVID hoax for safety. A new blessing? Are you serious? Like a like a religious practice? Lone Star Texas says, send this to Frank for my flag with some slant. Yeah, I should. I, okay, I will do that. That's probably too much money, but uh, all right. Well, you got to send him the email and tell him, uh, you know, where your address and shit is. And he's doing it all on his own. Put up all, all his own money to get all these made. And uh, there's hundreds of them now floating around the world. That's you love to see it. You know, those edibles were really powerful. I did not expect this level of... Uh, I didn't think it would go this far. It was just kind of a gag, and then it became like, well, no, apparently there's a whole country now. <laughs> Dagalon does rule, though. It fucking super does rule. <sighs> what are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm about to do. And then I'm going to talk about these fucking, what, what they're going to try and do next. And that the, these, yeah. Oh, the art. Well, I should talk about this first, actually. Yep. I'm thinking out loud. This is what you're watching because this is an unscripted. Un I'm just a fucking guy in a chair, dude. This is literally just. I live in an apartment, and this is this is it. <laughs> this is extremely. I don't want to say disappointing because it's kind of expected, but you hold out hope that maybe they won't be this fucked, but. They are. The RCMP applaud the censorship bill and will help in prosecutions. They're talking about C-36, the insane psychotic bill where the government was like, let's control everything on the internet forever. Let's do that. And the RCMP, rather than going, um, we think this is a great infringement on human rights and the Canadian Charter of Rights and the freedom of expression and so on. I think you're an extremely power-hungry, crazy government. You may actually be full-blown communists. You might actually be controlled by the Communist Chinese Party. It's really difficult to tell. Uh, since Brenda Lucky, our commissioner, dropped the previous investigation into you for several crimes. Um, but despite all that, even this on its face is just too much. We're going to have to ask some serious questions of ourselves. And if we're going to continue to support the federal government as an institution that serves Canadians and not Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party. That's what I, I mean, maybe was that, I was expecting too much, apparently. Apparently, I expected too much and hoping that would be the response. That's not what we got. We got this. Law enforcement has to said, has to have the ability to use the law effectively, said Corporal Anthony Statham of the RCMP's British Columbia hate crimes teams. Anthony Statham, Corporal, Corporal Anthony Statham. Just saying his name a bunch of times. Not for any particular reason. Statham complained Parliament did not define what hatred is when outlawed hate speech in 1970. Bill C-36, an act to amend the criminal code, threatens to house arrest or $70,000 fines for any internet publisher, blogger, social media user suspected of posting hateful content without incitement of any crime. <laughs> Excuse me. My nose is getting stuffy. In Canada, we don't have anything regulating speech, said Statham. Under section... This is, this is great. This, this, this fucking mental gymnastics this motherfucking piece of shit is doing here... Under Section 2 of our Charter of Rights of Freedom of Expression is protected. So there's no such thing as free speech in Canada. Only freedom of expression. Oh! oh, oh. 
I guess this isn't me expressing myself using my fucking goddamn vocal cords that nature, God, the universe fucking provided for me. Thank you for, for telling me what I can do with my own fucking body, Statham. You... St- <laughs> the term hatred is not defined. The government is now proposing to add a definition of hatred under the section of the code. Now it may come as a surprise to many Canadians, just in general, the fact we have this section that deals with promoting hatred, but we don't actually define what hatred is. It's defined as the vilification or detestation, I believe, of a person or identifiable group. So being mean to people, essentially. There it is. The emotion that involves... The emotion... It literally says the emotion. Canada is legislating perceived emotions. They're going to listen or watch from a tweet. They're going to glean emotion from a tweet. They are going to presume that they know what you were feeling in your fucking brain and soul when you typed something. And then will prosecute you as a result. Because the government of Canada is not insane. The emotion... That involves detestation or vilification and that is stronger than dislike or disdain. Again, subjective. Dislike or disdain. You don't fucking know me. You don't know what I feel. I have all kinds of crazy things and words I say. That doesn't mean I I might hate the thing. I might even say I hate it when I don't hate it. I fucking get in my car or my bike sometimes and go, I fucking hate this thing. Because it did something I didn't like. Do I hate the bike or the car? No, but I just, just fucking work. This is, this is complete madness. The only reason this exists is a political weapon to destroy their fucking political opponents. It's obvious to the dumbest guy in the room. The dumbest person in the fucking room should be able to tell what this is. But not Corporal Statham. Corporal Statham wants to be Sergeant Statham, doesn't he? Don't you? Don't you, Statham? You want to be Sergeant Statham? You boot licking jack boot fuck. You fucking Gestapo. NKVD mutant transformer wannabe motherfucker huh huh you want to fucking jack down doors and arrest people for tweets and Facebook posts don't you oh you're a fucking goddamn hero that's who you signed up to be that's what you wanted to be when you wanted to be a cop you wanted this is what you wanted to be you're a fucking joke you're a disgrace your children god help us if there's a fucking anything just in this world your grandchildren should grow to despise you like the fucking people that were related to herman goering they don't want to even any they want to change their fucking names because they don't want anybody to know that their blood has anything to do with yours that's what you fucking deserve how dare you what are you smoking I think the propose the proposal I think the proposal to do that is a very good thing. The amendment will lead to more changes. It may not seem like a massive development in terms of dealing with the scope of everything that's been talked about here today, but it'll equip the law enforcement to see more things through to charges in this country. He wants to charge more people. Bill C-36 would make it a discriminatory practice to communicate or cause or to be communicated hate speech by means of the internet or any or other means of telecommunications, so just texting someone on your phone potentially, in a context in which the hate speech is likely to foment detestation or vilification of an individual or group of individuals on the basis of a prohibited grounds of discrimination. How the f- no one can ever possibly know that. That's your opinion. You can't know what people are feeling when they say or tie or do unless they fucking physically tell you unless they sit there and tell you this is exactly how I feel I mean, when you ask them directly 
And even then, you want to prosecute someone for their feelings, the way they feel, which they cannot help. Like, apparently, you motherfuckers are on the same page where I really want to have huge black dicks in my ass because I love dudes now and I want to fuck dudes all the time. That's the way he feels, and we should celebrate that. So those feelings are okay, but not these feelings over here. So now you're just going to pick and choose which kind of fucking human experience we're allowed to have. Does anybody grasp how just astronomical galactically fucking insane these people are they're going to pick and choose what you what kind of human what what your life on earth is to be they're going to they're going to define they're going to create a, a lane for you this is how you're gonna live and that's that because i said so and everyone is like well you know sports ball that's crazy those people saying and doing these things are the most fucking insane and out of their mind as they've ever been it's the cycle it's the wheel of motherfuckers joseph stalin was a motherfucker Mao Zedong was a motherfucker kim jong-un was a motherfucker there's bad people all the time all throughout history they keep coming back and they want it, and they want it all. They want to tell you how to live and how to be because they apparently think they're fucking God now. And it's for your safety. They're not getting off on the power. No, no. They're not going to use this stuff to just immediately attack their political enemies, like, you know, labeling the three percenters and the Proud Boys dangerous terrorist organizations while ignoring the fact that Antifa even exists and actually funding left-wing terrorist organizations. Like Anti-Hate Canada, the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, which openly supports Antifa, a left-wing terror organization, while 53 churches have burned across this country, by the way, and that same government refuses to do anything about it. Can you imagine if 53 mosques were burned in this country? The fucking goddamn, it would be a national crisis. But still, there's nothing. These people... These people, that's who you think, that Statham, you're one of them. You're their people, oh yeah. But everybody else, wearing a badge, do you understand, do you appreciate what you are doing? It's not enough to say, I don't like it. It's not enough. To say, I'm, I don't support this. It doesn't need your support. It doesn't need you to like it. It just needs you to do nothing. And that's exactly what you've been doing. You're helping. So, at what point do you feel like doing anything about that? Do you ever feel like doing anything about it? Because you're going to fucking... There's going to be a monster someday that's going to come home... And, um... Speaking of motherfuckers... Get him, Rob. 
It's gonna be a super something. This shit doesn't turn around in a hurry. Ian e M says, just so you know, I was a head mother fucker in charge. <laughs> Change the spots, maybe? Starshine Girl says, UN Declaration of Human Rights. That's so loud, Robbie. UN Declaration of Human Rights, Article 19 includes freedom to hold opinions without interference and to seek, receive, and impart information through any media regardless of frontiers. Well, they changed their fucking minds, didn't they? That's okay, UN. So have I. Ammo C9M says methods of injustice. Methods of justice in Diagonal. Gunner rope or duct tape tannerite to the Cirque's cranium. Stand back about 50 yards. We could. We could. We could have, um, the Diagonalians definitely could have some sort of target. Like running man, you know? Something like that. It promotes the warrior culture, punishment of the enemies, this kind of thing. I, I like it. I think we're I think we're going for I think I think we got something there. <laughs> oh, how do you guys like the stream? I've been going all over the place tonight. I feel like I've just been ranting and raving a lot. This is more of an old school one, right? I've hardly ever hardly talked about much of the news at all. You don't really need to. It was never really my objective. It just helps sometimes. Um, but this is what I'm talking about. Fuck is here we go. Here we go. And again, how, how are you going to make this happen? There is a tendency, because again, you have to remember they're people, right? And most people are unimpressive. Most people are lazy. Um, gen I mean, when you went in the, and I, I, I mean this, I'm judging from a scale that I don't think a lot of people have. Because I've had the privilege and the honor of being exposed to and witnessing just the day-to-day -day of some really impressive fucking people. I mean, people that I'm like, that, I mean, fuck. We clone these guys, it's over, you know? Really good, really, you know, solid, serious, good people that fucking get things done. And like Batman. Remember that when the Joker, when he hits the guy, drives the guy's pencil in the, into his head and he sits down and he talks about squealers. I know a squealer when I see one. And, uh, but the TV here doesn't know about the Batman. You know? What they don't seem to appreciate is that um, they're... Biting off something they, I don't think they can chew. I, I'm, I'm questioning it. I don't know what's going to happen. But they're really asking for a situation where if I'm refereeing this fight, I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> oh, yeah, I could take these fools. Are you sure? Like you? Who are you? Conservative MP Andrew Murrison. Oh, another politician who's done nothing but lie to people and shake hands and kiss babies. And he thinks, he thinks he's Genghis Khan. This guy thinks he's some kind of gangster fuck because he says mandating flu vaccination for young people to attend events. We're going to make it. We'll make it the law. I'm going to be. Oh, yeah? How are you going to fucking do that, Andrew? What are you going to do? We'll make it the law. Oh, and then the cops that are, you know, too fucking scared. Here's another thing for people in the UK. You guys want a white pill? I'll give you one right fucking now. The people you're up against that are oppressing you and arresting people for walking. Oh, you have a mask on. Oh, you got lawyers for that. They were too fucking scared. Muslim rape gangs just ran roughshod over the whole country. Took what they want. Did what they want. 
stabbing people in London like there's no fucking tomorrow. They do whatever they want. And what did the police do? Nothing. They look the other way. They don't have the fucking guts to confront that situation. They're cowards. They pick on old ladies and men by themselves and people out, you know, minding their own business, and they kick the doors into houses of people they know aren't going to cause a problem. They're bullies. They had every opportunity to go, oh my God, we've got actual serious, you know, dangerous, you know, people here that are doing awful things, and we're trusted to deal. We're going to stand. We're the guardians of society. We're the sheepdogs, and you look the other way like a bitch. That's your enemy. That's who you're up against now. Are you still worried? Are you scared of what, how this is going to go down if there's a confrontation? They, they arrest old ladies in parks, man. <laughs> what, what's going to happen if there's like 10,000 soccer hooligans and they get a hold of, you know, I should stop there. You know, I, I don't, I, you know, the soul of these people, as far as their, their, their reservoirs of strength go, I'm not impressed at all. At all. It's not any different here. They don't have the moral courage to do the right thing. They won't stand up for anything. They won't face the real bad. They, they do what's easy. They take the easy way out. These are people that take the easy way out. People like that give up. They fucking give up. As soon as anything gets hard, they give up. I've seen it my whole life. Well, I mean, most of it, because most of it was in the army. And I know this because I used to be that person. That's why I can say this. That's how I can say it with conviction because I know what I'm talking about. I used to be that person. I used to be the guy that looked for the easy way out, that looked for an excuse. I couldn't do it because this or that, or I would have made it, but meh, meh, meh. I don't want to do that because that's scary and that guy's going to fucking beat me up. I've already been that person. That guy sucks. Fuck that. That's gay. Don't do that. So when I see these people acting this way, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. I used to do that. They're cowards. Are you worried about that? Do they scare you now? You sh- they shouldn't. If you, if you push them, they will fold. You know, it's like a poker game. You got nothing. What do you got there? You got nothing. I'm confident as fuck. As fuck. You guys got, you're scared out of your fucking minds. You're, we gotta, we gotta censor Twitter. We gotta censor everything. Go ahead. Go ahead. Censor everything and then prove me right about everything. Everybody's gonna freak the fuck out because you're not gonna stop there. Because then once you get rid of me and everybody else, who are you gonna go after next? You're gonna be so paranoid. Anybody steps out of line at all, all you're gonna do is continually piss more and more and more and more people off until everybody hates you. Everybody almost is already there. Go, go ahead. Keep doing the weak-kneed, whiny-ass, petulant bullshit you've been doing. See what happens, man. You're weak. You're weak. You're a weak person. Weak people do these things, and weak people give up. So if this comes to a confrontation, all you got to do is push them. Push them until it's uncomfortable, and they'll give up. Andrew Merzen... He wants, ma- he wants to mandate the flu vaccine. They won't stop. They'll never stop. Wait for Ireland. Uh, this is uh, somebody from an Irish account, I guess. Andrew, 22,000 people died from seasonal flu in 2017-18. And modelling suggests that this year's season will start early, be severe, and will affect younger people than COVID, a demographic that tends to go to mass 
events. So this guy's just selling. He's a salesman. Considering mandating proof of flu vaccination, and can the minister ensure that vaccination records are transportable between the NHS records of each of the home nations, which is not the case at the moment, to the huge frustration of those seeking second jabs or anticipating the need for proof of vaccination that he has confirmed today. The modelling has suggested... I'm grateful for Dr Murison's um, question and also uh, what he has done uh, during this pandemic in uh, vaccinating and protecting... Oh, he's done so much. He's such a fucking hero, isn't he? Isn't he bald guy? <laughs> this guy's glasses kill me too. Look at this person behind him on her phone. She's not even listening. It's a joke. These people are a joke, man. They've got it so easy. Like I said, everybody here is like, oh, people are too soft. They're too weak. They haven't had to do anything. They haven't had to struggle. They haven't had to. These fucking people in power have never been pushed in decades. No one's ever came for their shit. Not once. They haven't had to do they haven't had to defend their shit in forever. There's nobody even at the walls anymore. They're like, oh, they're these the last time there was a torches and pitchfork raid was when? You know what I mean? Metaphorically, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? They're they're so comfy and lazy. They're every fucking bit as lazy and fat and stupid and complacent as the general public is. Because nobody's had a fight in a long time. So, I mean, I don't know, man. And they have all the responsibility. They've got to run all the machines and, you know, we don't have to do anything. We just sit here and watch them fail. And the more they fail, the worse they, you know, the harder they try to oppress people. And then it's like, well, maybe we just, maybe we just, uh, I don't know, do something about that. <laughs> They're, they have to react to that. And they can't, they're too busy. Oh, fuck, what do we do? The peasants are losing their minds. Where's Hunter? Oh, he's smoking crack again. Sorry, no, he, yeah, no, he's with that 14-year-old. Didn't you see him? He went away, he went off on that unicycle, the 14-year-old, mouthful of crack. You don't remember? Yeah, no, he won't be, I don't know. Unfortunately, I can't sign on off on any of this without his approval, so, you know. You can go ask Alex Soros, but he's, I mean, he's like 16 grams deep into a four-day bender right now, so. I don't know. There's that. Uh, Chelsea Clinton left with a couple of black dudes, so I don't think you're going to be able to find her either. Um, I don't know. I don't think anybody's in charge, really. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck them. I mean, the time is not on their side. I mean, it's, things are moving so fast now. And look at this. Uh, Dr. Bradley. This is a great post. Dr. Brad Campbell from wherever the hell he's at. Uh, it says, imagine hiding for two weeks, two months, or two years. You lost your business. You lost a parent. Lost your body freedom, autonomy of your body. Lost your travel, your, the freedom to travel. You lost your free speech. You were coerced into a penetration. Then you catch COVID and die. Did you lose your life when you died or when you complied? That's a great question, Dr. Bradley. Isn't it? These people are living in fear bubbles and there's no point in even being alive. What's the point of being alive if you can't do anything? You're scared of everything. Everything's scary. Words are scary. Groups are scary. Outside is scary. Germs are scary. Hate speech is scary. Guns are scary. Everything, everything's scary. Everything scares me all the time. 
Just put me in a giant bubble where I can sit here fat on ice cream, masturbating forever, watching Netflix. That's all I want. That's the death of the human race. Do you understand? That's a fucking meaningless, empty, vapid, garbage existence. And that deserves to die. Those people are garbage. How can you possibly want to live that way? That's not even living. And those are the ones, and, and this is why they freak out so much. COVID! They have the most to lose because they have done nothing. The people most afraid of death are the ones that have lived the least. They've done nothing. Because that's a common thing. Again, because I've, I've been around guys and I've... My own experiences, whatever. If you think you're going to die... A lot of the a lot of the thoughts you're, you start coming in your head is like there's so much shit I wanted to do, there's so many th I, what about this and that oh fuck, no oh no you know I I, I didn't do a fuck uh, you know it's common if you're 19 20 years old, a lot of these people are in their 30s and 40s and I, I right now I'm like if if they, if they're like dude they're coming to kill you this is your last day on earth I'd be like well I'd hope this is honestly true, I would say I wish I had. I would have loved to have been an old man. There's a lot of shit I would love to do still and whatever, but as far as lives go, I had a good run. I did, I did all right. I did a, lot, I'm, a lot of my friends were dead and gone 19, 20 years old. I did 15 more years than them. Some of the men I respected the most in this world. I loved like, you know, fathers and brothers. They're dead. I outlived them. And I get to do shit like this and I got a fucking sweet motorcycle I ride. I mean, fuck, life's not that bad. <laughs> I had a pretty good go. As far as it goes, and a lot of people don't even, I mean, these fucking boys that went into Normandy, right? 16, 17 years old, gunned down on a beach somewhere. That's, some, that's somebody's entire life sometimes. So how are, you, how are you this old? How are you my age or older and afraid, really deathly terrified of dying? Like, you know it's going to happen to you, right? Like, are you just figuring this out? It happened tomorrow. Happens all the time, heart attack, cancer, whatever. And the older you get, the more likely it is. Derek said this the other day. He's like, just so you know, you guys are closer to death than you've ever been. Yeah, every day you live, every minute that goes by, you're getting closer. Memento mori, you know, it's a, an old Roman, uh, Marcus Aurelius was big into that. It's basically like, basically remember, they, they sell these coins and stuff. It's like a skull on it. It's like, just remember, that way you know you won't waste your life. You won't waste your time. You're not going to fuck around. You're not going to do shit like troll somebody's YouTube page for a fucking day or weeks or months. Re, I don't like this. Re, oh my God. Oh my God. Bro, dude, are you serious? Well, you're doing this. I'm trying to entertain and help thousands of fucking people. What are you doing? You're an anonymous fucking guy troll on the internet talking shit to people you don't even know. And they're not even going to see that. Do you think Brendan saw any of his comments? He was mostly mad at Uncle Hack. Like, he didn't even... He's not even going to see these, dude. He doesn't care. What are you doing? These are the people we're up against. That's their, that's their rank and file soldier of the system. The soldier of the system is an empty, vapid nobody with nothing going on. Rule following, scared of everything, probably out of terrible physical shape, mental, probably on a lot of pills. 50% of America are on pills. I would guess the slant is heavily one way, wouldn't you? What else are they doing? I'm not too concerned about... Dude, if this comes to fucking something serious, that's why I'm... There's, there's no... We don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, dude, this could get really crazy. Well, if it does, I mean, as far as crazy situations go, I'm not throwing in the towel. 
I think we should give up. Why? We could easily win. What are you talking? It's still early. We could easily still win this game. What are you doing? Worst case scenario, this is the first period of the game seven, and it's like one nothing. And you're like, I give up. It's pointless. What? It's nine minutes into the first, and you give up. What are you talking? What? <laughs> are you? Have you been drinking again? Well, yeah, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I, not, I looked at the scoreboard. I thought the one was a seven. No, it's not. It's not a seven. It's way closer than it appears. That's why they censor everything so much. That's why they destroy so many. That's why they spend so much money. How many? Do, 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 do. This is a message from the government of Canada. Reminding you for the 50,000th time today that getting vaccinated is the best thing ever. And if you don't do it, you're basically Heinrich Himmler. Everybody that doesn't get vaccinated eats babies and shits directly into the mouths of puppy dogs. This has been a message from the government of Canada. Do, 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 do. But why would they bother? They're fucking going all in, man. And they're retarded. They don't know how to do anything. And for fuck's sakes. Look, everybody's scared to talk about man shit in real life. Like, man, I don't know. This is getting sketchy. Careful. They're listening. Bro, Corey Hearn was posting on social media for months that he's like, somebody should kill Justin Trudeau. This guy fucking saying all kinds of whack stuff. And then he gets in his car, his truck, loads it up with weapons, rations, ammo, all that, drives all the, from Winnipeg, right? I think it was from Manitoba. Drives all the way to Ottawa. Nobody stopped him. Nobody intercepted shit. Drove, got to, got to Rideau, wherever the hell it is, where Trudeau was supposed to be. Just didn't happen to be home that day. Rammed the gates and then walked around the property for 20 minutes. 20 minutes, not two minutes, 20 minutes. He could have sat there and watched an episode of The Simpsons and jerked off before the police showed up. (laughs) Okay, they're not on top of things. This isn't like, this isn't this dystopian Orwellian, like, they have so much power. That's what they want you to think, so you don't fucking do anything. They don't, don't, don't know. That's why they tell you so much. That's why they try so hard to make you feel powerless. Because if they had all the power, they wouldn't even say anything. It wouldn't even be pointless. Why waste time? Anytime someone was like, hey, I don't like this, they would just be like, meet lightning bolt from the sky. That guy just obliterates in front of everyone. They're like, oh, fuck. You even say anything about the government, lightning just blows you up. It's not where we're at, you know. You know, it's uh, it's really ins- <laughs> it's really ridiculous. I'm not that. I don't know. I'm I I'm judging their position from. I don't know what goes on. I don't know what happens in these conversations around these tables and what they talk about. But I'm like watching from the outside, like a good recon soldier, you know, good recce mission with under the binos from fucking 500 meters away. What's going on over there? Honestly, they look fucking scared, bro. They look like they're freaking out. That guy's walking in circles. Like, he's been walking in circles for two straight hours, okay? That guy, I think that's an officer's uniform. He's not wearing pants, and he's just staring at the wall. Uh, earlier, oh, by the way, oh, yeah, it's 1620, yeah, on the notepad there. A truckload of dudes just drove away. I don't know. I don't know. They look, they look very beatable to me is what I'm saying. So let's, go, let's, let's head back. We'll tell the CO what we saw here. At, uh, yeah, these guys don't look like much of a problem. To be honest, I mean, from far away they did, but now that we're here, um, you know, most of these tanks are cardboard. Did you notice that? These aren't even real tanks. We thought they had all these tanks. It's like these are these are fake. These aren't even real. These are Chinese bought tanks. All the numbers they thought they had, the overwhelming majority we all thought that they had was fake. It's not even real. 
Huh, that's quite, that's an important piece of information, isn't it? We should probably tell the CO about that. Yeah, it's not 10,000 Chinese troops, it's, it's 506. So you go right ahead and just roll right in there. It'll be easy. It'll be no problem. <laughs> uh, or I'm horribly wrong and we all get obliterated. Whatever, either way. It's, a, it's been fun. Do you want to live in the 1800s? Do you want to be an onion farmer where the most exciting thing that's ever happened is like a random horse from another farm runs through your farm and you're like, oh my, Jebediah. You get Isaac and the rest of the boys. We got to catch this strange horse. I've never seen a horse with such a coloring. This is a crazy looking horse. And then for three months, all anyone talks about in the family is remember, hey, Paul, remember when that horse came? I remember that horse, boy. That was quite a day. That was quite a day. We had to chase that horse around. That could be your life. That was people's lives for a long time. Instead, you get to live in this fucking action. You get to live in a fucking Michael Bay movie, essentially. So, I mean, think about it like that. If you want, whatever fucking helps you get through life, I don't care what it is. Just get through it. That's all you need to do. Just keep going. And this is where you live right now. This is the universe you're in. (laughs) In a world... Controlled by rich, spoiled idiots. And a people that just didn't want to take it anymore. I think we need Dry Queen story time. A monkey with a dildo on his body would be great for the children. Let's give all of our money to Pakistan. Hey, what if we imploded all of Western civilization? Coming up tonight at nine, a fake pandemic has destroyed the world and everyone has lost its mind. Literally the most exciting and insane time period of all time. Critics are raving. Roger Ebert says, it makes World War II look like a joke. And Ben Shapiro says, um, to be honest with it, I didn't even watch it. Just go to buy my, buy my products, go to my sponsors right now and buy them. This summer, embark on the greatest mankind journey of all time. It's got murder hornets, Kyle Rittenhouse, a shaman guy storms the Capitol building. This is all just in a six month period. The entire thing is literally off the chain constantly. Starring Nicolas Cage. Huh. It's all on the back of the Declaration of Independence. We gotta get the secret codes! The decade. The era. That defined a species. They're in there killing our more babies! Starring Alex Jones. Circus Planet. Directed by Michael Bay. (laughs) I mean, it is the most insane time to be alive. 
pick another time period that's more wild than this where we can pick up our phone at any time and go look how look how literally everything is on fire like literally everything's on fire <laughs> holy shit when I, you know, there's something on the spe like, there's just a spectacle. It's crazy. George Carlin, I feel really bad. George Carlin's one of my heroes. And he was like, he loved carnage and just the, just the mayhem of it. Because it's not, it's not like I want it to happen. I'm not, I didn't make it happen. It just happened like a tornado. If a tornado rips through a town, be honest, if it's within driving distance, you're going to go see the damage the tornado did. You're going to go look at it and go, whoa, that's crazy. Because it's interesting, right? And he was like, I like it. I want to go see the bodies. I want to go down. And he missed it. He missed the most insane time period in history. He would just every day be like, wow, wow. There's, there's, no, there's not enough time in the day to appreciate how much fucking madness is going on. So, I mean, there's that. If you're depressed, there's that. I mean, if you look at it that way. It's really not boring. It's quite a test. It's quite a challenge. I would definitely not rather be the onion farmer with the horse problem. That seems that seems lame to me. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, how, how do we go back? I couldn't go back from this. Pickley from Ontario says the government lets fuck around more. Yeah. General Admiral Isoroko Yamamoto. I fear we have all... I fear all we have done is awakened a sleeping giant and filled it with a terrible resolve. That's true. They did. Isoroku Yamamoto. When they attacked Pearl Harbor, that was what he said. I fear we have just awakened the sleeping giant and filled it with a terrible resolve. Yeah, that didn't end up being a good idea. Turned out. One of the other ones, too, said, I could run wild in a war with the United States for a whole year, but then after that, we're fucked. <laughs> Essentially. Was that maybe Yamamoto as well? I can't remember. I think he was their top guy, right? Navy guy, but he knew what he was doing. Greg Jeffrey says, A soldier fights not because of what he hates in front of him, but because of what he loves behind him. That's a great quote. G. Gay Chesterton. Robert E. Legal says, I'll take a flu vaccine when being a disgusting fat body is illegal. <laughs> yeah, right. It's about health. No, it's not. This is the most unhealthy society in, in history of people. People have never been un, as unhealthy as they are now on a mass scale. And now we are to believe the same system that promotes, created, and condones this whole disgusting, filthy, fucking dis sick system now wants you to be healthy. Okay, okay. I'm going to smell the inside of the stove and turn it on now. Because I'm a fucking moron. Morons versus idiots. Foo Dog says, you nailed it. We are still in the first inning. I haven't even started to worry yet. Well, I mean, the lights are still on. TV still works. Food's still in the fridge. You know what I mean? It hasn't even gotten hard yet. So what happens when it does? Do these people have what it takes to fucking maintain like when this horse starts to buck out of control like are you strong enough to keep it under i don't think they are i really don't i don't think they've got what it takes i think you're a bit i don't think you got the pots i don't think you got what it takes alex huh hunter biden i don't think you got what it takes i think you're a bitch because they've been uh fat and soft and happy for a long time just like we have um this kind of shit, like even normies are, are seeing this and going like, okay, what the fuck? You know, people that supported Joe Biden are now very anti-Joe Biden. It, it can't be stopped because they're weak idiots and all they, knew how to, all they knew how to do was be handed everything they've got. And now that they've got it, they don't know how to manage the machine. 
that grandpa built, that daddy maintained, that they didn't even pay attention to, and now they don't even know how to run the fucking thing, let alone fix it. They're idiots. Now listen to this. Jen Psaki, this is Biden's press guy, press person, press, pre, what's the gender neutral, you know, alpha, beta, C3 era, 4266 fucking person, A, <laughs> Listen to this. Most are asymptomatic if they are individuals who are vaccinated who get the virus. Uh, and, uh, you know, we are in a different place uh, in terms of the impact of individuals who may have, as you said, breakthrough cases. But why not just provide the number? Are you trying to hide something? No, but what is the, why do you need to have that information? Why do they need to know that information? We're in the middle of a pandemic. People could be dying from the thing that you're telling them to take to save themselves. That's, that's what journalists do. They need to know this information. Could you imagine if a Trump administration official said something like that? Get yep. the fuck out of here. Most are. A- Why do you need to know that information? What What are the stats on adverse reactions and deaths and whatever from the vaccine? Why do you need to know that? That's what she said. What? Dude, it doesn't. Dude, you don't have to. You're not. And and they're calling those people if they're like, wait a minute, what the fuck did you say? And they come right over to our camp, and like, well, they're white. They're right wing, alt right extremists now because they questioned the great Jen Psaki, whatever the fuck her stupid name is, right? What do you need to know that for? Uh, because it's important, like Buddy said. Uh, if you're giving everybody drugs, we, we should keep track of this kind of thing. Are you, what, what do you mean, why? What do you mean, why? They can't help themselves. They're too, this, it wasn't like this in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, they had, they had good answers for shit. If you were smart and you knew what was going on, you could like kind of trade with them and be like, uh, you know, the Ron Pauls, these kinds of guys. Be like, they're, you're trying to trap them and you're trying to make them say shit like that. Basically just own goal, self-own, punch yourself in the face, stupid level shit that, th- that she just said, and they continue to do regularly, like Joe Biden. Everybody hates these fucking people now. He has no support in America. Joe Biden's probably the least po- The irony that, oh, the most popular president in history. He's probably the least popular president in the history of the United States. He may very well be the last president of the United States, the way things are fucking going down there. They can't help themselves. All they do is self-own all the time. They're lazy. They're stupid. Listen to this. This is in the United Kingdom. And I speculated before that because you know these penetration products are not approved because they didn't have human trials. There wasn't enough data because they couldn't get them to human trials because they were too dangerous. Because too many of the animals died so they couldn't qualify for because it has to be if you test it on animals first and if the animals are generally okay to there's a threshold then you can test it on people they could never get there because too many animals died so now they're now everybody's taking these this is they just found a way to get their human trials it's a giant fucking experiment for these billionaire corporations to get what they want because they always fucking do they never stop until they do they can't give it to you unless there's an emergency, so they fucking invented one. And there's crazy shit they can do with this RNA technology, by the way. I mean, really, the gene modification. People might live to be 500 years. These Rothschild, and then, you know, who knows what happens then. Maybe Jacob Rothschild really will, will live to be 500 years old. I don't know. But you know what it turns out? Remember when a lot of these people were getting caught? Like, oh, it turns out 200 people got saline injections instead. You remember that? What's that about? And I remember I, I went on a rant about this. I was like, why in the fuck is the saline next to the COVID-19 injection? Why, why are they even in the room together? Never mind the building. Like, why? What possible reason could there fucking be for that? Maybe a control group experiment. 
Why would you do that? Well, this is in the United Kingdom uh, uh, yesterday, I believe. Listen to this. Listen to what this guy says. I'm grateful for the Honourable Member's question, Mr Speaker. On the uh, Novavax trial participants, uh, they will have their uh, vaccine uh, uh, oh, it's this guy again. In, the, in the United Kingdom. Um, and, of course, we're working with other countries to make sure that that uh, is recognised. Um, uh, but as far as the UK is concerned, they will be considered as fully vaccinated, whether they've had the placebo or the vaccine. Um, on her very good question... What did you say? Did you just literally say placebo? Placebo or the vaccine. One more time for the people in the back. ...be vaccinated whether they've had the placebo or the vaccine. Okay. Um, on her very good question... Okie doke, just wanted to make sure. I'm grateful for... This. Apparently there's a placebo. Apparently. Look at the comments. No vax trial, huh? This seems like big news, does it not? What the actual fuck is this? And so on and so on. That's basically, um... Uh, this is strange. People are like, uh, um, what is happening? Yeah. It's because you're wrong and we were right this whole time. Again, these people are just figuring it out. They're just driving more people our way every day. I guarantee a bunch of people that saw that all of a sudden are like, wait, what? What the fuck is going on? They can't help them. They're too stupid to run. They're too stupid to run the machine. They can't stop themselves. And especially when you, when you couple it with this. Things are not going well for most people. There's an, there's an inclination or an instinct to feel like something's gone wrong. I've worked hard. I did what I was fucking supposed to do. I went to school. I paid my bills. I paid my taxes. I did the... And I can't get ahead. I can't win. My life is garbage. This is... What the fuck is this? Life expectancy in America sees the biggest drop since World War II, erasing 20 years of progress. Life expectancy is now going down dramatically. More than 90,000 Americans, just 90,000 alone, died in 2020 of drug-related overdoses. But tell me again about the pandemic. The pandemic. The pandemic. Shut the f- Shut the fuck. With some 80% of those involving fentanyl, the synthetic- That comes from- Read my lips. It comes from China. It comes from China. The synthetic opioid that has displaced heroin is the most commonly abused illicit opioid in the United States. Look at the life expectancy chart here. Look, look, it's going down a, off a fucking cliff. They're killing you. This only happens because of mass death. That brings the numbers down. Because life expectancy goes up if people keep living longer and longer. This means that people are living shorter and shorter to a dramatic degree. Like, you know, the cream of your society, the young people, the 20s and 30s and teenagers and 40s, those, it, they're all committing suicide and overdosing. That's what that means. Because if 80-year-olds are all dying, your life expectancy, it was about 79 years old. It wouldn't move, would it? But if young people are dying... It's going to bring that number down quite dramatically, isn't it? So what's really going on here? So that's going to create some... There's, there's, some, there's some unhappy people. And then we've, got, then we've got this kind of shit. Alabama governor says... The new cases in COVID are because of unvaccinated folks. Almost 100% of the new hospitalizations are with unvaccinated folks. Not true. And the deaths are certainly... Nope. Nope. Not true. 
Did you? Was it the saline one? Was it the placebo? And it's just the thing to do. So the unvaccinated is who we need to focus on. Y'all get them. So what they would do is, I mean, uh, just because I have a basic understanding, very basic understanding of logistics, the way the military works, there would be batch numbers on these on these uh, vaccines that only the companies would know which ones were the would would if there is a. I'm not. I don't know. But this guy literally just said fucking placebo, so I'm I'm pontificating on this a little bit. If you'll allow me to do that, internet, there'd be batch numbers, like you know, a seven or ten or whatever, how many digits thing, and it on their end and only their end, they would know which ones are the legit shit and which ones are nothing, saline, and they know where they go, they know which areas got them and and who they were and all of this. It's all very very tightly fucking you know the numbers and the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Everybody they know where every fucking one of these bottles went. And then when it comes back, they're going to know who got what and what the results were, who got sick, who didn't, and so on and so on. They've got a control group of people who they gave nothing to to, to measure against the people they gave the shit to, and they see where the fucking, uh, you know, where the, where, the, where the differences are. It's really not that hard to do. It's not a huge grand conspiracy that requires fucking alien intervention. And it, it, this shit happens all the time. It's very easy to do. And now they're just doing it on a global scale. It appears, if that guy is correct, that's my theory, if, in, if the previous... Uh, you know, and now the governor of Alabama says to blame the unvaccinated folks for for problems now, right? Start taking the shot. It's their job to take care of themselves and us as well. We can't do that for them. All we can do is everybody take the shot themselves. So encourage others to do likewise. Yeah, we'll just we'll just blame we'll just blame the unvaccinated people for it. And you know this guy mandating a flu vaccination for young people to attend venues. We'll just force you to fucking do it. We're just gonna make you do it. CNN says segregate the unvaccinated, make them pay for tests every day. Really? That's, that's right. I think it depends on the circumstance. So if you're going to the grocery store and the grocery store doesn't have the capacity to enforce a, some kind of proof of vaccination, then they have to say that indoor masking needs to apply mm. because we don't know who's vaccinated and who's not. The same thing for schools. Schools, you can't expect the teacher in every school to be asking, well, you're not wearing a mask, so are you vaccinated or not? And so if that's the case, everybody should be wearing masks. But I could imagine there are are already concert venues or workplaces that are saying right. if you are not vaccinated you're, you can't come or you have to get a negative test and that's what's needed in order to really mm-hmm. incentivize vaccines at this point yeah we need we need to work harder we need to try harder right, what's this failures longer clip this whole thing is a few minutes uh when previously suggested that life should be made as difficult as possible for those who are still open sorry opting not to take the shots and that Americans should be banned from engaging in social events and forced to undergo PCR tests twice a week, forcibly testing war. You, that, that's too much. That's too fucking much America. You, you cannot submit to this. You, you can't let them round up. You can't let them designate and dehumanize and create it's the other. That's the theory. I wouldn't even say it's a theory. It's a, it's basically a fact. It's a th- I, again, I'm not a psychologist. I'm only a pretend doctor on the internet. Like how Dr. Strang is a pretend doctor in real life and how Bonnie Henry is a pretend doctor in real life. I'm a pretend doctor on the internet. Everybody's pretending. It's all just pretend, guys. So just go with it. Pretend I'm a, I'm a pretend psychologist. You pretend that I'm a pretend psychologist. Everything is fine. It's called the other or the other's where the uh, people in their heads create this compartmentalized, you know, part of their mind where these people, they're not you, they're not with you. They're, they're something else. They're the other. 
They're not like you. They're 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 not your tribe. They're 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 set apart. They're set to the side. Those people are when you're going through a bowl of raspberries, and there's a rotten one. You go, uh, you set that over here. That's the that's the bad one. We don't want that. That's what they're doing now. It's the dehumanization process. And if this is allowed to continue, this will only end one. There is no good ending to this. So you have to not allow, you cannot comply. If you let this happen, it's only going to get worse. I mean, it. All the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's. Fuck you. They killed him, but they didn't kill his fucking message, did they? Andrew Breitbart's been dead for a while, but uh, the work he did lives on, doesn't it? And here we are listening to his words and, you know, sucking up that energy with my straw. I drink your milkshake. Next up on CNN, which would probably be renamed VNN, I'm not sure what that joke means, was former White House senior COVID-19 advisor Andy Slavitt, who proclaimed that the Biden administration should become very aggressive and force unvaccinated workers and students to take daily tests and cover the costs themselves. That's extreme discrimination. That's not like, oh, it's inconvenient. No, you're being, mo- you're being punished. You're being monetarily and financially punished. You're being segregated from society. You're being labeled. You're being targeted. You're at war and you're losing. They are sizing you up to destroy you. This isn't temporary. It's not going back to normal. This is a step on the path to a nightmare, one of which I mentioned earlier. If you don't stop them, If you don't stop the wagon from going down the path, do you know what happens? You keep going down the path. If you just stay in the back of the wagon and you don't participate, you may not like where the wagon is going. You may not even like the wagon drive. You might hate it all. But that's not enough. All that's required is for good men to do nothing. What did Vox Day say? It doesn't require your support. It doesn't require that you buy in and be a part of it. It only requires that you stand aside. That's all that's required. And if you continue to stand aside, we will continue to go down this road and it will keep getting worse until it doesn't. And I believe... There is a limit to how far we can go before the people in the back get pretty fucking upset with what they see as scenery. And normally that wouldn't be that much of a consequence, but you know what? Joseph Stalin's not ride driving the wagon anymore. Mussolini's not driving the wagon anymore. These are not serious fucking people. These people are jokes. They're pathetic. They can't handle criticism. They can accomplish nothing. They're parasitic vampire people that didn't build anything. They inherited shit from gangsters that built it first. They're not John Rockefeller. 
They're not Jacob Rothschild. These people couldn't do shit. They couldn't engineer and concoct and come up with the fucking schemes that their fathers and grandfathers did. They can barely even pass. They can barely even passably dress like them for fuck's sakes. They're busy banging kids and doing drugs and losing laptops and fuck oh, where, where am I again? It's a joke. How long can this, how long can this continue? It's like again, like like in in anything else. I'm going to use hockey again as another example. There's a lot of great hockey dynasties that have a great run. The Oilers, you know, another good. The Islanders had like won four or five cups in a row there for a while, and they 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 do real well for what seems like forever. Seems like they just they're never going to lose again. Seems like they're indestructible. And then there's a there's something starts to level off, and then down she comes. Just like everything else in the fucking world. Why not now? Why did they, are they are they different? Do they escape the human condition? I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but if I am, hey, it was fun anyway. Right? We had a good time. <laughs> We've had a hell of a run. Shannon L says, a member of the researchers from two colleges in the U.S. got positive. And they only found flu A and B. Yep. Dr. D, the accidental saline injections are the placebo. Accidental. It was accidental. Food Dog, thank you so much. Robert E. Legal, Greg Jeffrey, Pithy from Ontario, Ian M., Starshine Girl, Amel C9M, Lone Star, Texas, Anderson, Paladin, Vienna, 01, Al Stern, Del Frickin' Tree! Ah. Cormac Kerr, Zodiac Z, 34. Greg Jeffrey, CRG, CRJ, sorry, sorry. Greg Jeffrey, bus full of nuns. Short and long, Al Stern, Exile Canadian Patriot. Drops O Sense. Dr. D, Greg Jeffrey, Scott McLean, Taylor C, Barry O'Biden, Pumpkin Launcher, Ian M, Mark, thank you, 6-1 Alpha, Peter Franton, Fearless Bear, cheers guys, appreciate it, hope you have a great weekend, hope you had a good night, I'm going to back this up a little bit because I'm running out of time here on Bigot 104.4 FM Radio. We improvise here. Flags of the Agalon at ProtonMail.com. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, entropystream.live slash radiodistant. And subscribe to the podcast, Spotify, Apple, Podbean, all the places you can find them. The audio will be there. It's all uploaded. Gab, Telegram, TikTok, Instagram, RagingDissident.com is where all the stuff is. Until you ban me forever. Find your friends. Telegram, t.me slash RagingDissident. There's regional groups all over the country. Go there, join up. See who's near you. Your best friend might live down the fucking street from you and you don't even know it. Big and strong together. You understand? You have to be together here. Yes? Have a great weekend. Thanks for coming out, guys. I appreciate it. And I'll see you on Monday for Monday Night Rage Ball. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. All right, Phil. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Cheers. For Patrick, six and Tyrannus. Death to Stalin.
Stalin does suck, though. No, Phil, it was a pr it was a prison. It was meant to be like symbolic, like they're in jail, but the glass was so that people could see them like they could. You know, it makes it real that way. First, like they understand that there's a real people for starters. That's important to know and educate people on. And they can also see that they're, they're suffering. It's like this is what happens. You know, it's a good it's a good lesson. Why did we don't need floors made of lava? This isn't saw. This isn't a fucking cube movie. Why are you inventing torture chambers? I mean, I, get, I know why you are. I just feel you never... My ideas are never vicious enough for you. Why, why would... The, saw blades that just come out of the walls at random times? <sighs> yeah, I know they're going to be bones anyway, and they're going to be there forever, but I mean, geez, Phil... I mean, what if there's like a high school field trip there and then what is this? This is a penguin with a flamethrower? It just deploys from the ceiling. And like, when, what happens? Like they either get out of, they have 30 seconds to live. And a bunch of school kids just see somebody get cooked alive by a penguin with, a, with it. That, what is that going to do to them? Don't say good stuff and giggle a fucking wine cooler in you. Why are you drinking wine coolers? Did you drink everything? Are we down to the wine coolers? You son of a bitch, it's Friday. I would have wanted to drink one of the... You drank all the beer, the whiskey, the vodka, the bourbon, all of it. It's all gone. It's still daylight here, Phil. And you're drinking, you're into the wine coolers already. That's how deep you got? Oh, boy.